from Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. The Orbi has nothing to fear. I got me. Keith Pazel, this is my podcast. It wouldn't be a show if there wasn't what? Technical issues before we start. <laughs> really, what, what, they, you seem to be dealing with them pretty well. Well, it know? just took too long. I wasn't as stressed this time as I was just worried that like, oh, we have to start the fucking show. <laughs> like everyone got here. In a, but welcome in, everybody. You all know what it is. Exactly. This is my podcast. We're going to make fun of things through what's on television. We have a guest this week over my shoulder, this guy right here. What's up? Returning champion I'm, Jeff Eggleston. I don't know if I'm the devil or the angel on Keith's shoulder. You'll have to watch to find Maybe out. Maybe both. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess if I lean far enough. Wow, this is a lot farther than I thought I was going to have to go. Yeah. There we go. But uh, I'll stick to one, dude. Yeah. So is the camera on you? Jeff, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can see him. I'm literally like, my head is like on his shoulder. <laughs> Put I'm his, I'm your parent, head dude. on my shoulder. Yeah. Well, Whenever I hear that song, I imagine I'm singing it. That's my delusion. That's from Greece, right? Isn't um, Johnny Fontaine or whatever the I, fuck? No, no, I don't think so. no. That wasn't Johnny Fontaine. Was uh, from uh, The Godfather? No, the, which that, one is the Vince horse Fontaine? Head? Is the Gre- the Ge- Greece guy, and he but he sings um, hand jive. I think, yeah, yeah, maybe Handjive. Yeah, I think yeah, he and sings Handjive. He's like the, creepy, like the creepy old man at the prom who <laughs> yeah, <he> was, <laughs> sings a song for everybody. He's basically, he's hitting on a 17-year-old. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's essentially, it's, yeah, it's uh, it's rape, statutory rape is what's going to yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, there's Grease a lot is of, a complicated. <laughs> well, they had to edit out for the movie. There's a part of, of Kanicki's song, the Grease Lightning song, about fucking dental dams, like putting fucking yeah. plastic over a puss to eat a girl out. And in the movie... They took the line out, but they have uh, Tim Conway's character do like a fucking floss under his balls with saran wrap, and that's the nod to it. Wow. I, I just learned something. I had no idea that that was that was. That I was loved the case. Grease as a kid, and my dad probably thought I was gay because of it. <laughs> we censored, in my high school production, we censored, uh, she's a real shagging wagon to... She's a real dragon wagon. Oh. Ooh, because she's like a lady. Well, is, he's thinking about the car. He's saying Grease okay. Lightning is a real shag and wagon, but yeah. we had to change that to dragon wagon. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll go with the car. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Because we couldn't have any sexual illusions. I saw Grease in the theater. Really? I saw Grease in the theater as a nine-year-old boy in lacrosse, Did Wisconsin. Did you love it? I, I, Olivia Newton-John to this day is like, when I think of beauty when I was young, yeah. she's one of the women I really fell in love with, one of the actresses. So like you, part of the reason why I like Xanadu so much. I was going to say that so, made you Xanadu. like Xanadu. Because Xanadu is preposterously it is so beyond ba- we watched it on the show haven't we pretty bad. haven't we watched uh, it was a Broadway revival of that 
Yeah, and it's they're on like, no, they're on like roller seen, skates and shit, right? We have not done Xanadu yet. It, it is unbelievable. It is it, ELO does the soundtrack for it, you know. Yeah. So the opening song is "I'm Alive, I'm Alive," and these like murals come alive. The, these muses could come dude. off. The, I mean, it is so coked out too when dude, you watch this, it. It's you're, great. This is getting me going, dude. I, I had to get I into the movie it. channels quick. I oh, quick warning: the sure. remote is faltering. So we have limited use. So whenever I change a channel, we're kind of stuck for a few minutes. Okay, that's cool, man. It's all <clears> so good, we got bro. run all night right now. That, 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 Liam Neeson, 2015. This is another movie where he's chasing or running from something. <laughs> all night. I swear time. you've been taken. Yeah. I've run it all night because I've been taken for the second time. His daughter's virginity was <laughs> stolen by wolves. And now I have to run all night for you, don't I? Oh, we run out of beer. No, sorry. <laughs> My Liam Neeson impression there, I guess. Liam Neeson, that's your one first of the more one. unique ones I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah sure. I, I don't know if it's even really an impression. Oh, well, and I also feel like he doesn't have a, like he probably just sounds like a regular Scottish guy. So even in Liam like. Neeson? I think he's more intelligible than the average Scott. Yeah, I think of this guy being not pissed up, even though he, like, he's Irish. I, what I'm he saying is, is I wonder how much of his impression is just the accent. And like, I wonder if people in Ireland are like, that guy sounds like. My friend Phil. Yeah. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Definitely. not. The, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's. I think he's from Dublin. I believe he's Dublin. That's where he was looking for block bastards. You know, I remember him being in a, he was in a Excalibur, the movie Excalibur, a John Borman movie. The guy who directed Deliverance did Excalibur. It came out in 1981. That's my first exposure to Liam Neeson. That and uh, Crawl the Conqueror. <laughs> Which was like a, a weird sort of these early '80s fantasy movies were bizarre. They, so this they, they, movie you know? seems like it's about a hitman who okay. has seen his better days. Uh, and the hitman was was Liam Neeson. It's Liam Neeson. It's and Liam Neeson. So what? He's coming out of retirement uh, for one last job. I guess. Or there's the someone breathing down his run back. All night. There's someone breathing down his back here. Hold on. Oh, let's shit. let's go to more info. If I can get, if it could go through. Look at that pup. I love pup. I want a dog so bad. Run all night, I say. A long time hitman, Jimmy long time, Connolly. Long time hitman, Jimmy Colon or Conlin. Con, yeah, Con, uh, yeah. <laughs> relation to Billy Connolly. Uh, best friend of mob boss Sean McGuire, Ed Harris, uh, has seen better days. He's haunted both by the sins of his past, probably, you know, murder. Yeah. Uh, and a police detective who's been breathing down his neck for 30 years. If you can, oh, I wanted to see, because that picture you see, they have all the actors in the bottom there. You know, uh, of all the actors in, in the movie, what? I thought Liam Neeson was wearing uh, earrings. No, so, I think. I, I that, was, oh yeah, the you and the. <laughs> I thought he had earrings on. I was like, wow, is he cross? Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's yeah. seen better days. He is working Lisa, it. Lisa Neeson. Is that oh. common? Commons in this movie? Oh yeah, yeah. commons in everything post 2015. Well, he's he's pretty common, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Boyd Holbrook. Is that Hal he's Holbrook's in the Proud Boys? He is. Okay, there you go. Uh, Genesis Rodriguez oh, playing Gabriella Conlin. Okay. You know those Mexican Irish people? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, and D'Onofrio's in it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Look okay. at him. Look how fat his head has gotten. Wow. He's older now, man. He Everybody, really is. You know, it's, it's, you know, he's gotten up to run all night, I say. So I've been running what all night. Doing. What was his, didn't he have, what was his, was he in Heroes, right? That show Heroes? Oh, oh. I, no. No, he, he wasn't in that? No, he was in uh, Criminal Intent. The oh. Law and Order show. Oh yeah, no, it was this other uh, other guy, similar type. This other fat villainous guy. Yeah, but he was a good guy. I think his power was to like heal people. 
He was in a full dealer. metal jacket, right? He was the guy who killed himself in full metal jacket, correct? Mm-hmm. He was the uh, yep. The guy who was not getting it. He was fucking pile. Yeah, exactly. Pile of shit. Oof, man. What a movie. It's a rough scene when he offed himself. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it is a rough scene. Good you know, movie, though. You know, I used to watch that movie excited. Like, my dad used to show that to me, like, excitedly. Like, we would watch only up to that point, and then he'd turn the movie off, and then we'd listen to Sade. <laughs> Operator. <laughs> coast That's to like coast. What, a palate cleanser or what? Love is like, he used to, we'd listen to Sade and he'd be like, listen to the words. This is about life. Wow. Coast to coast east Well, no, it just represented how sad he was because every Sade song is about a dissolving relationship. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I thought about it. You've thought about it, a relationship dissolving? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. No, all of his songs, you know, all of her songs, Sade songs. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. He plays a good tough. You want to hear some audio he play, here? He plays a good tough. Yeah. Not yet, John. I'm giving you one more chance to walk away from yeah, this. Yeah, look, this is taken. This, this is just, just taken. taken. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. One more chance. That's right. You leave my daughter's hymen Dude, alone. Ed Harris plays a great bad guy on the phone, though. Oh. He should have been Koopa. One of the best bad guys on a phone ever. He should have been Koopa in the Super Mario Brothers movie. I got nothing left to walk back to anymore. This is between you and me. Is he trying to be Irish? Forget you. There's a mob boss up here. Let me do like you always said. You think whoever censored that fuck thought about adding a forget about it? Yeah. After the <laughs> forget? Look at him. He, he was, uh, he, he made a good mob guy in history of violence. Probably Ed the Harrison. last landline television phone in my movie history. I was going to say, like, is this supposed to be like a, a metaphor for he's older or something? Yeah. Phones didn't catch up. <laughs> To like modern, it, like phones and movies didn't catch up to modern phones for a while. I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was a was, while before we you started seeing smartphones, and then when you saw them, they had the most unrealistic looking screens. <laughs> you know, like the text would always be in like Comic Sans and like giant bubbles. It's like no phone looks like this. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole oh yeah, yeah. He's an Irish mob guy. I say so. so the. <laughs> They always have just guns in drawers. Yeah, exactly. Just a gun on top of files, too. At no point did anybody pull a file off and the gun fell to the side. I would like to see a scene where they go to get the gun out of the shelf and they have to like root through shit like it, it <laughs> fell to the side like exactly. in a car seat they have to do like the pinch yeah the, the, the double a batteries are in there they and gotta... they get their head blown off because someone <laughs> some asshole grabbed a file out of this cabinet that never gets opened Oh, there we go. Bottle of red. Was that a bottle? Bottle of red dog just fell off the fucking table. Drop it, drop it, because it's been taken. I swear, we're in an Irish bar. Brennell's kitchen right now. I swear. (laughs) Aren't all bars Irish, basically? Like, even if it's not an Irish bar, they got like a, a fucking one of the flowers hanging. There's a fucking leprechaun with his dukes up somewhere in the, in the establishment. <laughs> I remember I read this in late 40s New York. There was a giant epidemic of teenage drinking in New York City. So and it was totally racist, the study they did to determine, you know, who had who's had like hallucinations from drinking. All we the studied different- malt liquor sales. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the you know the British only 0.7 of the teenagers have had uh, have had tremors and have had uh, visions and of the Germans only 0.9 24 percent of Irish teenagers had hallucinations 
from drinking. They drank so much, they were hallucinating. They were, but all of their ethnic groups combined didn't equal <laughs> the Irish group. Yeah. Uh, you know, they like the sauce. That's what I'm trying to say. They oh, like yeah. the sauce, you know? Oh, Ooh, yeah. it's the, you know, it. Bohemian Rhapsody's on real TV now. Oh, that's. That was always before TV. they were so accessible to like Netflix and stuff. I remember that really exciting me as a kid. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my God, the Batman Forever is going to be on TBS next week. When I was a yeah. kid, you would get the TV guide. TV guide would preview. It would be three months down the road. Oh, my God. The horror movie Prom Night starring J- Jamie Lee Curtis That's where they is going to be boots. on November 13th, <laughs> 1981. And, and it's August 27th. And I care about that. Prom Night. I care about that hardcore. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. Prom Night. They show her boobs. Oh, oh, oh she. she that's that's the first, not on TV. They didn't. No. no but no, that's no. the first Jamie Lee out, Curtis dude. tit. Well, I remember her. Well, it, it was also a lot of people uh, mistakenly think she shows her boobs in Halloween. It's the other chick. Yeah. Keith the friend. Has done I his research. Only right. watched he horror knows movies. Whose boobs are showing? I weird. only watched horror movies as a Keith kid. He works at that uh, website, Mister Skin, that just catalogs <laughs> nude scenes and movies from movies yeah. and puts it together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a comic in Chicago who worked at Mister Skin, and I know that because it was her whole act. Really? Uh, who, who was it? Do you remember? Uh, was Stephanie name? Weber. Oh, really? Yeah. She worked at Mr. Skin? Yeah. She would like, she, it was her job to watch movies and document where tit shots were. Dang. What they a bizarre to, they job. They had to take the emotion out yeah. of it. They couldn't give that job to a man. Yeah. <laughs> right. He wouldn't get his work done, dude. Yeah, you I gotta know. have a chick do it. <laughs> I remember reading an AMA from some, some uh, buddy from Pornhub and like most of the people who work there are women because... They get less distracted. It, you know, must that must be why. Yeah, that, that makes you sense. You can't hire a dude to just watch porn all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Me? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. Yeah, Women you, can you, control themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it, you it don't, doesn't work. You don't hire alcoholics as fucking wine tasters. <laughs> yeah. You hire a wine taster and turn them into an alcoholic. So I, I want to know, the Irish bar was right next to, a, I a, guess, the train An abandoned tracks. train, yeah. Uh, and that's, I guess, it's a common thing, you know? Workers. It's yeah, I guess. where all the fellas come when they park their trains. I swear. I swear, when you took my daughter, I swear, I would chase you. Look at their shiny. That's always the the high-ranking mobsters have shiny guns. Yeah, absolutely. Like the glint of a light off his gun. That's always good. There you go. So is this the climactic scene? I guess. It seems like it. Yeah, we got 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, yep. So three minutes of movie and seventeen minutes of commercial. Probably <laughs> this is probably the last scene. The yeah. last yeah, scene. Absolutely. Gonna, there'll be a blackout right before he shoots the guy. They'll always go to commercial with like two and a half minutes left too. Like they'll come back and then they'll speed through the credits. Yeah. They'll Ooh. speed roll the credits. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Or how about when they play the credits in a small box and or, and have commercials playing? Yeah, they go off to the side. You know, yeah. they mo- do that for most like sports-based things now. They just go picture in picture. Yeah. Wow. For commercials. So you could just have ads. I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years it's just a split screen and one is the game and one is just ads, ads. running the whole just time. Going, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. God. Dude, now, I mean, like ads are going to be on like paid subscription all that stuff netflix will have ads inevitably eventually yeah. i mean and then you like, can probably Rogan is on spotify it. and it's free or whatever and i pay for spotify but when i listen to an episode i gotta listen to four ad reads at the beginning yeah. it's like what uh, why am i paying for the subscription then? oh yeah, yeah. yeah a lot and it's not just rogan whatever they have even on like regular podcast things they'll have like 
everyone just hard codes ads into their podcast. So yeah. like if you pay $9 for Spotify. Yeah. Well, Spotify, like it will play the intro to his episode and then, and then cut to commercial. Harsh cut off. Yeah. For, huh. And then, and then you like, you can, you can fast forward through them. It's literally nine two-minute ads. Yeah, it's it, so stupid. Isn't that the point? Isn't the point uh, it's of why, having no ads it's is why, why it's you actually premium. listen to I thought it. that was the point of them giving him $100 million. <laughs> how, much, how much did he get? I, Upwards of $100 million. Over $100 million. Jeez, how, many, how many listeners does he supposedly have? Probably that many. I mean, lots. Dude. You wow. can have, yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. Never listened to one ever my entire really? life. Never listened to it. Never listened to a, a Joe Rogan You'd podcast. You'd probably like some. They had that epidemiologist guy you like on there. Oh, yeah. Mike uh, Osterholm? Yeah. Yeah, Osterholm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was I, during the one-week period. Like it was during the one-week period where Joe Rogan cared about COVID. <laughs> and then he was off. And he, yeah, it was over. Yeah. He, he, he fucking cabaled with the, the Peterson family. <laughs> Jordan, Michaela, and little Rupert Peterson. Huh. Uh, but yeah, there was one two a two day window where he was like, "This is fucking serious." Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, and then he yeah. probably doesn't even fucking talk to Settled that guy. Settled into <laughs> Texas, dude. Texas yep. lifestyle. Andrew Schultz just moved to Miami. Was there clearing out uh, of L.A. of and New York? Yeah, They're just all the York. big all the comics who make money are leaving. Because it's just too... They, they, well, because they, they can make money. They have, they have, right, set, yeah. Yeah, they have, they have set yeah. fan bases. So, you know, he can basically set up shop in Miami because he they're like number two in Patreon. They make like 60 grand a month. Yeah. More than that. And, and I'm sure like, he, you know, it's just, I want to leave that politically correct, you know, oh, I hate Los Angeles. I think I a lot leave. of it is just the shutdowns, dude. I really yeah. think like that's most of what... Yeah, they just want to go out. They want to like fucking... These people, like these rich people. These people, yeah. yeah. They want to go to the sushi restaurants. Yeah, I don't blame them. It's fucking lit when you can go out. See, I think I, that's I was where, just in South Dakota, dude. It was lit. Yeah. I think that's where I'm different because I wasn't an out person anyway. Like, I wasn't a big, like, <laughs> let's go out, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, I used to be. And now that, 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 that's been quashed out of me. Yeah. I mean, I heard Florida. I had a flight attendant that, that I was driving around on my Lyft. Flight attendant. She told me, Florida, totally open. 100% open. There's 20 million people in that state. Yeah. South Dakota, it may make a little more sense. There's just not any people. It's like 800,000. Know? Yeah, in the entire state. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you get 20 million people. That's why I wonder for the Super Bowl tomorrow, is it going to be a sold out? Is it going to be like a super spreader event? I mean, are they going to... Well, it's limited attendance. I think they're selling tickets in like pods of people. And I think... The- I never understood that either. How does that help? You have well, to... You I, There's really no one policing it, but it basically means whoever you came with, you guys have to sit together yeah and there and there there will be like six feet of space in between the pods so they make sure like if there's eight people they put them all in a cluster and then make sure and then they make sure they don't sell any tickets in a six feet radius around them and they do that for every group exactly people just move well it's like a bar it's like or it's like outdoor dining or anything any of that it's like okay yeah as soon as you sit at your table you can take your mask off or you know walk around i mean like in South Dakota, there's no illusion. It's just like, come on in. It's business as usual. But in yeah. like places like uh, Texas, it was like you you like sit at your seat, like at the club, at the comedy club, like you're seated and you can't, you can't like move around. Oh, anymore. oh, interesting. Like, interesting. Like, okay, they, okay. They're like, no, you have to stay here. So do you have like half there. the attendance then at the club? You know what I mean? If it was a hundred person club, it'd be 50 people in or something. They, they open are, it up a yeah. little bit. Like Arkansas is... What, their capacity was pretty reduced. I know Colorado is really reduced. Texas is pretty open. And, and, and they Texas give you a, is like Florida, pretty open. And when you enter the bar, they give you a gun, right? I mean, that's one of the things that's also well, allowed, I mean, right? You is that, should I mean, most likely already have your own. 
<laughs> but yeah, if you don't have one, they'll give you a gun. They'll give you a gun too. Yeah, you've okay. got to give them your mask, but they'll give you they'll a gun. gun yeah, they hold exchange. on to your mask. It's, it's rope. Okay. It's, yeah, it's rope. Like when they take your ID. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. it's roped to your table like the fucking newspaper things at the library, so you can't steal it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you yeah it's a, got like the little ball, like the chain, or yeah, at the bank. So you have kind of a small little area, so yeah, that you can actually uh, show the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the gun. Okay, yeah, show yeah. the gun. So there you go. So yeah, you get yeah. forty million guns sold in this country last year. Just to let you know, there 40 you go. Million guns. That's a good number. We're winning. Yeah. You know exactly. <laughs> Dude, I forgot 40. what that was like when I was home. We went, to the, we went to Shields, the sporting goods store, and went and looked at guns and all the guns out. And that was the most busy part of the store. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people looking at guns. Well, was it? I mean, and, and when you go there, it's not just like, is it handguns, long guns, hunting rifles, AK 47? Is, is there just a litany? Of, it's just of, hunting rifles now. They've limited well, it's mostly, it. Yeah, it's like hunting rifles. Okay. And they're in and cases now. Of of pistols. No, the rifles you can grab them off the wall. Is there ammo? <laughs> I know the big thing is they can't sell bullets now. Uh, I don't know if that's how it is in South Dakota, but no, you can, you can like to grab the rifle off the wall and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. The check it out. Missiles are water behind glass for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Probably easier to steal. I was going to say you can boost that. I think a little yeah. easier. I had a hunting rifle growing up. I went deer hunting. I, did, I found it incredibly boring. Did not like it. Yeah. I, know, I, mean, I, I had a great, I had a great scope to had a great, good, it would have been a good like sniper rifle mm -hmm. to have now, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> so. it was weird because this was like. You know, it's in a big store, so it's like next to the canoes and shit. You know, it's yeah, exactly. Like, it's the it's, it's like, the games. It's sport. Yeah, sport. yeah, right next door to all the other recreation. You know, and you know, South Dakota it is recreational for a lot of people. Yo, absolutely. No, my my, my uncle uh, pheasant hunts in South Dakota all the time. Oh yeah, always. The state hunts. bird is the pheasant, the thing we hunt and kill yeah. and eat. Is our state bird. <laughs> Exactly. There's I good pheasant just, hunting there. I could just put cable on my laptop and cast it to the TV. Again, oh, for that. those of you listening, Jeff is from South. You're from South Dakota. You're from Sioux South Fall. Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Exactly. And I've been through South. I actually like South. I think it's a pretty state. Underrated beauty. Understated beauty. You know, I it's guess. got a prairie I think beauty. It's fucking boring. Yeah, well, Black I hills mean, are pretty, but. <laughs> but I think when you go with like the Badlands, when I yeah, first saw the Badlands, part. isn't I, that where like every isn't that like the Sturgis of mudding? Like everyone goes to mud their full well, runners. The Sturgis there? is the Sturgis of mudding, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's where it, that's pretty much where Sturgis is. Oh really? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the Badlands, the Black Hills. Let's you know, see how all around the same. Vincent D'Onofrio. Ooh, we've established the time. It's ninety six. Yeah, Western South Dakota is definitely the pretty the pretty half, but it's also like the the oh, wow what's the nice way the i don't know the dumb that's where the dumb people are yeah I don't know the, yeah yeah it's yeah. the rural area i don't know yeah, sorry guys yep. if you're listening exactly but you don't know how to get on the internet but i've Let's been to the mitchell corn palace oh the I've, corn been palace? The, I've been to the yeah. corn palace that's an hour away from sioux falls that's yeah. close to where i'm from yeah exactly it's a long state to get to i remember when i first saw the badlands i'd never seen anything like that before it's wind erosion Wind erosion like causes this great shit, right? Well, it, it creates these giant crevices kind of in yeah. the earth, and it looks otherworldly. Like, yeah. I, I was 11 years old, I, I was blown away by it. Like, it made a real impression on me. Like, I'd never seen anything like that, you know. It's where so. people go to try out their rock climbing cars and to discard bodies. <laughs> I, I think you could Historically, probably, yes, uh, I think you could probably uh, dump a body there pretty easy. There, oh, there, yeah. there's some good native, uh, there's some reservations in South Dakota, too. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, lots. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, so that they like the fire water. Just let oh, you know. yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. They, they like the fire water. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, honestly, that uh, most people in South Dakota are big fans of the fire yeah, water. Yeah. Especially when you got in the rural areas. Yeah. Lots of meth. Let's Lots see. of drinking. I remember Oof. when I went to this like honor choir in high school. My my roommate was from some small town, 
Uh, and he was talking about, yeah, on the weekends, there's nothing to do. So we all just go out to like whoever's barn and just get wasted. Yeah. And we're like 15. He's saying this. I'm like, oh yeah. And that's all you have to do. I, I guess. Okay. Sure. If that's. Oh dude. Where I grew do. up, it was all just sitting on a porch. Like you yeah. just go, you, you start a fire in your backyard, pull up some lounge chairs. And then, you know, when the fire goes out, you start questioning how much you love those lawn chairs. <laughs> And then you're like, let's throw these lawn chairs in here and we'll stand over the fire. Nice. And get those chemicals to come off the lawn chair. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah, know. get a little buzz going. Look at this new setup we got here, people. Well, this is how it is through the web. Look at look at through wow. the Hazel. website. Entering the future. You know, I'm delivering my line because I was taken. Literally out. surfing the channels, man. <laughs> and when they took me, they put Ooh. some blood on my face, I swear. Little Sanford and Son. The, oh. po- blah, blah, blah. the poorest looking show on television. <laughs> like this show looks like poverty to me. <laughs> you stay. Oh, I like his outfit. And he is. I like all our outfits, honestly. Look at Red Fox. I am amazed, though, that they got the mileage out of two dudes who own a junkyard. Like, well, the plot is just... Well, they're father and son. So absurd. Yeah. Well, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, go ahead, though. So. No, wait, shit. which one's the Sanford and which one's the son? I never could figure that out. Isn't the... Didn't uh, old boy who played old son, son Fox? This is about Red and Son Fox. Uh <laughs> And doesn't isn't he like a soup? Didn't he become like a militant black man? I don't I don't know actually. It's a good I actually looked after up recently, Sanford and Son. He's still alive. He's still around. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a failed uh, series of TV shows after this. Well, he looked Elizabeth, like I'm he, coming to meet you. He looked like Richard Pryor. Is where really what I think shot him in the foot. Because everyone was like, you look like Richard Pryor, but you're not funny. What I always found interesting about Sanford and Son when they were shooting this, and maybe I've said this before. I guess the producers of the show and the writers were all upset with Red Fox because he was working in Vegas while shooting the show. So he'd fly from Vegas back and and he would just never like memorize the scripts. He would just wing the scripts and stuff. He was making a hundred grand a night in Vegas in the the mid 70s. He really was the Charlie Sheen of his time. I mean, he made a shit ton of money. He'd fly because he he, was a 45 minute flight, you know, so he would do that. He he did both. You know, it's like, that's amazing. You're you're cashing in. Good for you, Red Fox. Hell yeah. Well done. I wonder how friends friends with uh, Malcolm X. I wonder how well off his family is. Oh, like, I, you think he has generational wealth or, no, do, you, or no, do you think like he frittered and wasted? He, he had a bankruptcy, he had a bad bankruptcy. Uh, he owed the IRS millions of dollars. He, his line was, when there's a black president, I'll pay my taxes. But he didn't he didn't live long enough to see Obama. I wonder if so. they get little yeah. tiny residual checks from like stuff like this. But other than that, like Shirley question. Fox is a uh, bank teller. Probably. I don't think they're <laughs> tiny residual checks. Unless you got really fucked. My, my sense is, I bet you with these shows, I bet you the residuals weren't that. It was that's what we're watching it right now. Like the Gilligan's only thing, Island, those guys got nothing. The only fact. thing oh, his really? family they got nothing on Gilligan's Island. The only oh. thing his family inherited from him is the extra X at the end of Fox. <laughs> that's all they there got. There we go. You know, Dang. but not to be confused with Jamie Fox. Third X. You know, but yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think like those movies, like like um uh again uh, uh Gilligan's Island or Brady Bunch. They didn't have good rights back then. Oh, was, I didn't know that. That's probably one of the, the, the shows are so cheap. They were inexpensive, so they, they could put them on reruns forever. Mm-hmm. I don't think that really started to improve until like the late 70s into the early 80s, I have a feeling. Okay. I could be wrong on that. But uh, again, if anyone listening wants to call in <laughs> and, and correct us. One day we'll be able to do that. Absolutely, man. I'm hoping so. 
But uh, there we go. Here's the cop wearing his. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. This guy who throws his bullshit hip lingo. Freeze, man. Listen, Jack. But he always says it wrong. Exactly. The context is wrong. We'll take care of that ticket, Mr. Sanford. Classic. Oh, yeah. You, you, you know, you turn out. He'll always be like, out of taste. And it's like, it's out of sight, brother. <laughs> Ain't that right, blood? Yeah, Lamont. That means we're going to be able to open up Sanford Arms. Hey, that's great. That's great, pal. Yeah. Bye, Lamont. I'm sorry it turned out this way, Melvin. Oh, that's okay. You know, I really envy you. You have something I never had. A really wonderful, marvelous father. <laughs> I had a father like him. Why? It's just too bad you're black. <laughs> it's, it's also like, did he just rob the bank? Oh, there you go. I just had my moment with a gun on my back. That, that's how the scene yeah. works out, you know? I really like him. Why couldn't you be more like that, dummy? <laughs> dummy. That's another trope of these sitcoms is the whole like dummy meathead, like the nicknames they had for people. Yeah, well, the catchphrase was so important. Oh, absolutely. And it was all had to have a catchphrase. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And then then that was when did that go out of style? That should be brought back. Catchphrases? Um, What what was the last? Modern modern catchphrases? uh, The 80s. There's some in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They have a lot of like. (laughs) That's like making fun of the whole thing, right? Well, yeah. But how long before you're just doing it? You can make fun of for some something for so long, and then you're just doing. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah the irony I mean? and goof of it all is gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like just when what I like is. ironically said lit for the first time, and like now I just I will like say I, it. There are shit you know like that. I mean? Yeah, I do. You know word. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean is one of them. Yeah. Do see, you know what I'm you saying? Do know, what I, know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I've been watching this uh, YouTube channel called uh, Soft White Underbelly, and this guy interviews all these like fucking. Uh, I don't know what I like prostitutes and pimps and drug addicts and all sorts of, you know, like sex addicts and sex offenders and stuff. But yeah, he's like, I've watched a bunch of the pimp interviews and they all say, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 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 Dwayne Kennedy has got a hilarious joke. We're talking about a great, great comic, Dwayne Kennedy. He said a hilarious show. Here we go, boys. Young. Oh, here we have Crocodile Dundee too. Yeah. Look how small it is in the screen. Wow. Yeah, that's when you know this was the most standard definition movie of all time. <laughs> Fucking old. It makes it seem so old. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, but no, he, he had a line about oh, young, okay. he's, he's, these young kids, these young brothers, you know, they they, they, they speak to you and they always say, you know what I mean? They say, you know what I'm saying? And like the, they have this, all this language, lingo that he just cannot follow, you know, and he's always yeah. like, do you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. But good luck in prison. That was always his, his little, <laughs> I think it'd be great if right now we put a black guy's voice behind Crocodile Dundee's when he talked. <laughs> like he's just like, what's, I got this blind bitch. <laughs> what's up, baby? What's up, bitch? And she's just like, what's up, Crocodile? <laughs> I never saw her in anything else except this. Who is that? I think even? it's Lisa uh, uh, Kozlowski is the actress's name. Oh, remote's dead. I forgot. I mean, it, literally, I mean, she was in nothing else except for the... I, th- I think she didn't do any commercial work. Nothing. Just these movies. Look at that cover. Leading woman. Absolutely. <laughs> Look at that. Look, he made sure. Can I put my hand on the top of her ass? I, I saw he Crocodile Dundee in the theater. It, I saw the original. A drug lord. You know there's outtakes where that finger is in that pooper. She, uh... <laughs> Which figure? <laughs> this one right Big here. One? Okay. It, it, and then he is, probably uh, tried to sneak this one in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original Crocodile Dundee, and we've gone through it on the show, I think was the second highest grossing movie of 1986 behind Top Gun. Yeah. Dang. I think it literally, I think it made like 200 and some odd Well, there's a dollars. reason they made the second one. Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's it, why you it, make it, a it was a, It was a hit. But two, did two come out in 89? 
I always love that. That's part of our on this show. We like to figure out that. I like to figure out the year it came out. The year it came out. How long before they decided to cash in? Oh, he. Ooh, the Brave browser. I see you're using. He went down. Yeah, I am using the Brave browser. <laughs> 1986 was the first one. Exactly as as I. So let's see when the second one. Jesus Christ. So it cost eight million Australian dollars, and it made three hundred and twenty-eight. That was million. a score. They uh, they hit the jackpot yeah, on that okay. one. They did okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that there's a whole a- series. That's when you know they fucking did it because there's three of them. Oh, They're absolutely. In Los Angeles. And what Angeles. was the second one? Eighty-eight. It was eighty-eight. May twenty-fifth, eighty-eight, and then the wow. third one was two thousand and one. What, what was the budget? Did they keep making money? Like, because I, oh, I, I I've looked at the um, I don't progression so. of like the Saw movies. The they like can I have being a like picture a like King fucking Kong? Look at me the like King one, fucking Kong there. It, it, it would cost a million bucks and made a hundred million dollars. Yeah, something like that. Wow. The Saw movies. Crazy. <laughs> oh, crazy that's what dude. that whole Bloomhouse guy does. That Jason Bloomhouse, like all those Bloomhouse movies, they cost like five dollars to make. Yeah. So this was fourteen million and it made two hundred and thirty nine point six. Well, yeah, they did okay. They would have made. <laughs> that's when you know the nineties. They took shits because it probably was still critically panned. So they're like, we're not doing this anymore. And, um, and now they would have made, made a third one. They would have locked it. Yeah, yeah. But twenty years later, two thousand and one. Because you know something, the audience, you know something, the public really wanted it. Crocodile they, they Dundee. They were clamoring. When's that Crocodile D- Dundee no, three going to come it out? So their, the rights wouldn't expire. <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> crocodile. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they'll yeah. do that. They'll make a movie. That's why we got so many bad Spider-Man movies because they were, uh, they just didn't want to expire. Have the rights expire? Because <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. He's in or L.A. Fantastic Four too. Interesting. Yeah. Dude, Hogan took himself too seriously. The film shoot was on location, and this is the third one, in L.A. and Queensland. Actor Paul Hogan reported that the inspiration for the storyline came during a tour of the Czech Republic. That's when I got the inspiration. (laughs) And what was the budget, Keith? (laughs) Let's see. I bet this one, it doesn't even... Oh, the box office was 39.4. Didn't do as well. Didn't do as well. Yeah, this one was a little stinky. No stinky. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course, it's 13 years. I don't even remember. I mean, that's 13 years later from 88 to 01. No, I mean, it went up against the Bridget Jones diary. So (laughs) stiff competition. Yeah. Is that over? Is that over now? Like the release of movies like. The theater, I mean, I think is at it least gonna, for this year. Uh, is that no, be, there's still, still theaters thing? open. I mean, they're still releasing South Dakota, theaters. you know. Well, Florida, Texas. Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, theme. so this movie uh, came out. Nevada, and it looks you know, like when yeah. I think Most this movie pretty open. Yeah. I think this movie came out when Joe Dirt and Freddie Got Fingered came out. Because look at Roger Ebert's fucking review of it. Um, gave the film two out of four stars. It may not be brilliant, but would you rather your kids took as a role model? Crocodile Dundee, David Spade, or Tom Green? Yeah. Nowadays, kind of Tom Green, honestly. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. what he's doing lately? Yeah, he's riding around with his Living cute-ass dog. Living with his dog, <laughs> fucking making music in like the desert, New Mexico. He was... He it's was like my dream, dude. For a, mo- for a while there, for he a was, second, he was, he was huge. He was our generation Steve Martin. Like the guy who was a, a character unto himself, and then when people discovered the character, he had to quit the show. Yeah, because he was, I remember, he was in Charlie's Angels. He, he didn't marry Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had a thing going. He definitely was like, I'm an anti-comedian. Ooh, you're the anti-comedian pushing well, buttons. And he didn't even have to do anything new, because what people forget is when MTV picked him up, they just used sketches from his uh, cable access show 
And then the only the in-studio stuff with Glenn Humplick was like brand new. So he huh. didn't even really have to reshoot anything. Because huh. by the time the show got popular, he couldn't because he said like the beauty of the show was when I did the original sketches, nobody knew who I was. So I could go do the undercutter sketch where I interrupt pizza deliveries and try and yeah. outsell <laughs> the pizza pizza delivery guy. <laughs> bop, 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 undercutters. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the best ones. Have you ever seen that? I've not seen that. So one, what he no. would do is he would have all these like raw dough and then pizza toppings in a tackle box and he would find out where a pizza was being delivered and he would chase the guy down. And when he got to the door, he would try and sell his pizza his versus pizza their versus pizza. his <laughs> and he would make it in front of him and one guy gets pissed and like chases him off with a hammer i'll break your fucking jaw bro <laughs> it's fucking hilarious well, was it was he, was he a british was he a brooklyn guy in canada was because it was it was no this, this the undercutters pizza one i think was a newer sketch that they shot oh, okay okay but then he said but when the show got popular he was like i couldn't do any of my pranks because they knew who i was people would call me out it's the same thing with sasha baron cohen and borat he yeah. couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. They knew who he was. You so got that's why big. Sasha Baron Cohen was like, I can't do the characters anymore because people know who but I he am. He just did it. He just did. Yeah, but Borat 2 wasn't that good. I've, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's not great. No, it's good. Is it? You can't say it's not good. You haven't seen it. It's great. I've, well, also what he decided to <laughs> there do. There you go, Jeff. Put your foot funny, down, dude. buddy. But also what he decided to do was I'll make politicians the characters. And yeah. I'll do that. Who? No, Borat yeah. 2 was actually pretty cool. The way he um kind of played on uh like what's like the social all the social justice kind of stuff like he he kind of played into it but didn't just like make like the like the woke point like yeah. it's definitely like a more like woke movie i guess but um there's a lot like very artful because he used like borat like the daughter to make different points about okay you know, okay um, well, was he trying to point out a, a, a kind of what what like cancel culture was he sort of mocking that or I, um, I didn't see the sequel. No, a lot of the movie is that he's so he's so famous that he doesn't it like there's an impersonator of him in the movie or something like well, that no, i mean basically it's like he just uses the daughter for for the pranks because nobody knows yeah. who she is okay that, but by but, doing that it kind of exposes with a lot of these politicians and these figures like how sexist and kind of you know it's kind of the but he even had to admit yeah. with like because the character borat has to say like the first movie was so popular that I am now, I can't be in public. So he even acknowledges that like, I had to have this girl do the pranks because if Borat was walking around, people wouldn't, they would just follow along on purpose. Yeah. But he okay. still manages to find people and then in-depth discussion. He still manages to find yeah. people who don't know who he is. Like and then he'll break in at the end. Like he, guys. like he got this, the Rudy Giuliani one where he tries, he's like t adjusting a microphone on his belt and people thought he was like grabbing his junk in front of this girl. Oh yeah. And the yeah. only reason people even really thought that is because when he adjusts the mic, Borat runs in and is just like, see what he's doing. She's yeah. 12. She's 12. She's yeah. 12. Like, well, that's the prank <laughs> though. Like people like misunderstood the prank. Yeah. The prank wasn't like look at rudy giuliana grabbing his dick the prank was uh you know what are you doing like it, yeah you know it, it was a, a more of a comedy of errors style prank okay than, okay okay than like a gotcha moment i like bruno bruno that was hilarious i've yeah. never seen bruno oh bruno's pretty good i, I it's it's it, it, i think bruno's solid you gotta, you another thing bruno. where it's like it's like social commentary dude he you know he yeah. puts he takes this thing you know this foreigner this gay person that people are afraid of yeah and like makes them confront it you know yeah yeah no yeah th th there's some there's some funny sequences like when he, he's having sex with his partner and then <laughs> 
like the sexual positions they come up with are ridiculous. It's yeah. it's, it's it's funny. Well, that's why I like the Team America uh, a special edition oh, cut because man. they have it's the like prolonged they have the prolonged puppet fuck where that, they're like pissing on each other and yeah. shit, and they're just like bouncing. <laughs> they did that so that uh, they could keep more of it. Really? Yeah. So like so like when they were when they first like were giving the movie to the executives. They were like, well, they're going to tell us we can't do this and this. So let's just make it way over the top so that they'll cut back, but we'll still have, have right. enough that we like. Yeah, we'll yeah, still yeah. Have crazy so they, shit. they never move. wanted to have a 20 minute puppet sex scene. It was so that they could keep the one or two really good, good scenes. Yeah, well, yeah. And it was so you could maintain a song throughout the movie where the chorus is, fuck yeah. Because yeah. they would, because, uh, you know, the studio would say, well, you can't have the puppet sex scene. And they'd be like, it's part of the story. What do you mean we can't have it? They're, it's 20 minutes long. Well, what if we just two minutes? What if it was just two? And that's how they would get them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So many different good, things. Good, good idea. Well, the, that's, the movie's great. I love com- it. What yeah. comedians would do in that sense is, you know, yeah. that, that comedy central half hour show. So you can do however long you want on that, but they're only going to show 20 minutes. Yeah. Because with, so what Greg, or who said this? Greg Fitzsimmons said, he goes, I did 21 minutes. (laughs) So they only could edit out one minute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny yeah you wouldn't do your hour yeah exactly. you don't because yeah, yeah, then you're yeah. you're giving it you're giving them the opportunity to cut everything out yeah, yeah or like reorder it and shit yeah yeah exactly they do that to comedians on america's got talent all the time they like cut their it's two it's a minute and a half set and they still feel like they got to cut up God, the order of the jokes Jesus. now i think because of that though because he goes he goes i did 21 minutes and went backstage they were fucking pissed really <laughs> so now they make you do at least 30 i think wow. in the contract by yeah. the way this is, is this is this the aborigine thing going on right now is this drug dealer aborigines is that, is that what the plot line is for a crocodile dundee 2 yeah it's, he's running from a drug dealer let's oh, see do, do you know do you know what they you know the racist term in australia for an aborigine yeah, oh, bongs, right? It's bong. It's a bong. Because that's bong? the noise they make when you hit them with your truck. Bong. Oh, my God. Which is uh, pretty rough. Doesn't so, tell. Oh, the adventurer yeah. flees, yeah, to evade a drug lord. Yeah. Of course, it's got the drug dealer. The evil drug dealer. Oh, and this is back when it could be an exotic Indian guy. And that was like woke. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, see, we made the crook a brown guy. That's what yeah. I always like about the, like, the, there's certain actors, like, who's the one actor who was in Training Day? He, was, he played a Mexican guy, one of the three guys that's going to kill Ethan Hawke, but then they find the wallet from the woman. I that don't he, know. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know specifically. Yeah, but, but, but that actor, then he'll play like a Middle Eastern guy, you know? <laughs> then he also plays like some Brazilian dude. Like, it's like, we were just a kind of a random brown person. We'll, 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 we'll put an ethnicity or a, or a, a nation on you, you know? This looks like fun predator, like the, the vibe of this movie. <laughs> Can you imagine predator with an Australian accent? <laughs> yeah, what would it, yeah, what would that be? Just Mark. looks like he could start singing at any moment. Like Black predator. Like a goofy song. Australian predator his captors. would just be Mario Van Peebles with as predator with an Australian <laughs> accent. Exactly. How, 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 I, I don't even know. How, I, I can't even make that. I can't do that impression. I'm not good with impressions. Well, because Mario Van Peebles does a does an Australian accent or something, and I think he does an, an Australian accent in Jaws Four. No, 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 you know, he does. It's a Jamaican accent. Yeah, he's and it's really like, yeah, man, no, smoke the reef from. I don't know. You're talking it's, about, it's, dude. You're great at impressions. That was awesome. It's his, <laughs> that, that was that's spot his, on. That's his Chet Hayes <laughs> impression. Spot on, man. <laughs> spot on. Talk up, cinnamon. <laughs> 
So yes. far, I don't think we've seen Crocodile Dundee in this no. movie. Oh, no, no, no. He shot at them. He shot at them. Uh, Crocodile. Uh, With Paul my Logan fucking did. slingshot. No, no. He, he, he had a, he had a, they have guns in Australia. Through my man. boomerang. Good thing I'll get so, it back. So I figure we get into... Um, I had an idea since so sure. we, this podcast comes out at the end of the week yeah, and I don't want to re like throw at people stuff that they've heard all week because all the podcasts talk about the same things. It's the nature of podcasts. You talk about the news. So I figure we get it out where we didn't so much do it at the beginning today. We fucking rambled. Yeah. But so I figure we get it out of the way. We talk about the stuff that people talked about at nauseum and then we move on. It'll be a clean second half. So, so at the end of the first half here, we should talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Why not? It's a good idea. So the big one- I'm with you. The second biggest one was the Coming to America sequel reboot that's coming out. I haven't seen the that's trailer the yet. That's the biggest thing that people have been talking about second, all week? I said the that's second the biggest, biggest thing. thing. I said really? the second biggest. <laughs> I said second biggest. It's the in the sec- pantheon. Okay. That's the second biggest <laughs> of everything that's been all going week, on this week? It's the thing I've heard repeated more. They, I'm going off things that I heard <laughs> repeated. I got to admit, I saw the trailer. See, Crocia saw it. Who you guys are hanging out Crocia with, saw it, and he doesn't watch dick. He I, doesn't know about shit. Yeah, and you know something? It looked good. They got Tracy Morgan's in it. Tracy Morgan and Leslie Jones is in it. Old man the John Amos is in it. It's I wasn't funny. trusting it is because I feel like everybody, they see it through Eddie Murphy being the greatest colored glasses. Like most sequels, twenty years Colored later, glasses? suck yeah. ass. Well, exactly, exactly. But I'm like the, the jokes that I was like these actually kind of worked. Like it was everyone's back. Everyone, the woman he marries, she's she's in it because they in, do you know, this with it. all of them. Like everybody was all about the Bill and Ted sequel that came out, and it was because Alex Winter is like a a real director now. So he went on radio shows and talked like this, and he <laughs> called it a film. You know, I was reading about the film, and so people were like, "Well, it must be good." and then you go see it you're like no it's a garbage fucking bill and ted movie <laughs> yeah cat uh, just cashing in <laughs> well when i read the script for the film and you know me and keanu said we weren't gonna do it if there wasn't a reliable story yeah <laughs> like no you both need yeah he's, some cash he, you need the money yeah and it took 20 years to convince keanu reeves because he's fucking neo now <laughs> he's, to he's go John back Wick, and, be, and be and uh, be because uh, it was only Tad. alex to winter in the mcu too yeah, only Alex Winter was going on being like, you know, the film and all this because Keanu Reeves won't be caught dead talking about the new Bill and Ted. <laughs> no, he like he would. I remember seeing him on like Colbert or something, and he would like did not want to. No, yeah, see, whatever. Like, Colbert asked him like, "Who win in a fight, Neo or John Wick?" And you could see Keanu like not. Can't we talk like, about my? Want to roll his eyes? You know, like. <laughs> He's probably so cool. Can't oh, he we... is. Every story you hear about the man. Is Can't we talk about so my band? Oh, that he's actually a pretty good dude. He's a, oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. this there was a story like of him like a a flight getting like his flight something got fucked up and he had to like they like put him and all these people on like buses for like two hours back to L.A. And yeah, he, yeah. And he was like like leading songs and like keeping everybody's spirits up the whole time. Like <laughs> like all these just like random people who are gonna be on this flight with him and he's like being this great like travel companion. Like you know my band through it. Dog Star. I played bass in Dog Star. Yeah, can't we talk about Dog Star? <laughs> no, actually we can't because that was twenty five years ago, Keanu. See, no. at least he rolls his eyes and goes through it though. You're not like a dick like Billy Bob Thornton who stopped an interview cold because the guy wouldn't 
interview him as a musician. Oh, he God. this guy it was like a a, a music podcast, but yeah. he let it off with like you know you're a big star and you got this band now. And he was like every time he'd mention movies, he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh God, I don't. And then halfway through, the guy just goes, "What's going on here? Like, what is?" And the guy goes, "Well, you wouldn't the you didn't fucking listen to me." And he goes, "You wouldn't have Tom Petty on here and talk about his movies." And I'm just like, did. You just compare yourself to Tom fucking Petty, <laughs> your dumb hillbilly band that your tarred brothers in. That's like, that's like when uh, Joaquin Phoenix went on uh, whatever show that was uh, and pretended he, he was a rapper. Yeah, yeah, when he's filming that documentary. But at least that was a character. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton thinks tell. he's a rock star. Yeah, it man. Like he was just the whole. The whole I, I'm right. A roommate who I had to drop her off because she at Park West in Chicago. She was like, yeah, I need a ride over to park. I was like, well, who are you going to see? Oh, Dog Star. And it was all women at the con. It was all women at the con. Doing the, uh, all ass, to- the ass to pelvis sway yeah. with, their, with their lovers. <laughs> the hands over the small of their stomach. <laughs> yeah. And just, Whoa. I mean, she was like, really like, I mean, she was like dressed up to the Was it like grunge rock to. or like slow shit? Well, I mean, I, it was, I, I, I don't know even what dog star even plays with what the, the, did the, you not go? I didn't go. No, I just dropped her off. You she didn't, didn't take your lady. Wow. That's this is why you're single. No, no, yeah, no. It was my roommate. She was a woman. I lived still could have got in. Yeah. Well, she, she, that was a weird roommate. She came on to me a lot. It was, it was bizarre. Well, yeah. She know. asked you to go see Keanu Reeves band. No, no, she didn't know. She wanted me to drop, drop her off so she could see the band. She is that see. fucking. That's, that's Lisa Kozlowski. She's okay. the lead actor in this. So she never did a movie because she looks like Meg Ryan, but isn't Meg Ryan. <laughs> she got a bunch of plastic surgery. She looks nothing nothing like how she looked here it's it's pretty bizarre actually that's sad man. like yeah it's really off it's not like a, well yeah that's like know? that jennifer gray chick from ferris bueller she got a nose job and fixed her nose and it ended her fucking career yeah, no kidding it's yeah what a uh, they wanted her to be the goofy nose girl yeah which exactly you know you, you, there was follow following barbara streisand's you know footsteps you know you, there's she was a trailblazer you can follow that play that you're right yeah i think the, the latest thing she did was dance with the stars she looked you know, she looks totally different her nose, it, it totally changed everything about her face. Yeah, she it's looks, bizarre. she's like, I look great, but I'm a cashier now. <laughs> I work at, yeah, 99 cents. I'm the hottest. hot cashier at the dollar store, man. <laughs> no. She looks at that dirty dancing. No. The cashier, cashiers at the 99 cents store, they can't really, like it's always mom looking Mexican ladies. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. You can tell they, they've birthed about seven, seven or eight children. <laughs> yep. In the store. Yeah. <laughs> they got the weight on them where you're like, you're not fat. You just can't lose weight because you have too many children. Yeah, exactly. You have no time. Yep. Yep. Exactly. She's 32 and has seven kids. Let's you know, face so, it. Yep. No father. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's there on the weekends. So, oh, here we go. Let's see. He's got his buck knife, man. He's going to take care of business. I can't see how anybody would sit through this movie. Like, so far, there's just been nothing. Is it just him being, like, Australian and being out of his element? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what the first one was. He goes to New York City, so it's a fish out of water. Now you're in comedy. my yard for the second one. You know, and then he meets her, but, yeah, but now, yeah, exactly. Then he goes back to... People probably saw this, and they're just like, oh, an Australian guy in Australia is not entertaining. Well, no, I mean... Well, you the need money, him to the be... The money proves something well, different, because man. the third I mean, one, they brought him back to L.A. Yeah. He had to go back to the States. 
Well, that's, uh, this is also, again, this is like- My leather vest. Th- the world wasn't as integrated back then, I think. And it was like, he, it was oh, more he's- exotic. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. this sort of backwater guy from like, you know, but by 2001, things had become more integrated. 88 to 2001, big differences in the world. The wall came down mm. and the walls come crumbling down. So, the fuck is going on on Sven Gulli here? There we go. Sven Gulli. That's a channel? No, it's a, it's, it's, they show Sven Gulli's this fucking dude who paints himself up like a ghoul <laughs> and he hosts a horror movie. Exactly. Every good, Saturday. Yep. It's a good Saturday. We run through Sven Gulli every episode on this yeah, show. Yeah. We, we touch it. We touch on Sven Gulli. No doubt They're about showing. It. Yeah. We touch Sven Gulli. <laughs> the black scorpion. Right there. See, there see. he is. There's Sven Gulli with his rubber chicken. His dad is the original Sven Gulli. That's amazing. This guy right here. He's like Gallagher too is what you're telling me? <laughs> used to be, he used to own, so in Jeffrey in Chicago, there's a channel called WCIU, Channel 26, the U. Mm-hmm. His dad owned that channel. So Sven Gulli's on the U. Wow. And that's how I knew him as a kid. That's how in-depth my family was with Sven Gulli. They're just like, you know, his dad owns the channel. <laughs> that's the reason why he's got a show. Everyone in the Midwest knows what another person's father does for a living. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a big thing. I like that kid. His dad worked at (laughs) Roadway. He was a a straight shooter. And it's always, that's when, like, I feel like that's the root of a lot of suburban racism. It's just like, I don't know about your friend Derek. His dad doesn't have a job. (laughs) Like, yeah, he doesn't have a job, but it's because he sells crack and makes a lot of that's money. That's a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a bi- he's a business that's, owner. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's a real That's what I'm trying to say. He might be a wholesaler, dude. Exactly. So, okay, so what else do people talk about this week? Well, the big thing was yeah. the AOC and Katie Porter exaggerating. So they, um, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortazio, yeah. um, the, car- the Senate's Cardi B or the House of Representatives Cardi B, uh, she went on, I didn't even hear the interview, but she went on uh, a new show and recounted her tale. No, it was on Instagram Live. Yeah. She loves the IG Live. She was on Instagram Live and I, right, I watched it. Right before. I, I watched it. Watched, she'll I watched go up and yeah. she'll show you her mint garden. Uh, but yeah, she st- so she started crying and everybody was saying she exaggerated. So the big debate was like, is she exaggerating? I just think, like well, I said, she's an emotional Latin and she's a yeah. woman. You know, <laughs> uh, what if she has a child while she's trying to pass? I think people still have that in her head. They wanted her to be like, so it was like this. <laughs> These I motherfuckers like- came in here and I was like, you need to get the fuck out of my fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> so, so Rosie Perez is going to play her in the biopic of a- a- AOC. No, no. But, but so, but I think, like I was saying, I, I don't think she exaggerated. I just think it's people interpreting, like people are so used to politicians being these stonewalls, like Barack Obama, as much as people love him, he, you'd never catch him dead crying on television. No. He'd no. go out there and, well, it was, you know, it was chaotic and stressful, they, but they we're moving on. me and my yeah. family, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, he would okay, even use like, forward. we're not going to talk about it. We don't want to give it credence. Yeah. No yeah. credence. But AOC is a fucking millennial and yeah. she's used to fucking ball, going in the bathroom and fucking convulse crying over a breakup or something yeah. or whatever yeah. the fuck. Good My generation her. is good. We know where to go and cry. Good for so you. So I think it just threw people off that she was emotional about it because Katie Porter, who people aren't as hard on, the, the, she, I don't think she cried. Like, I think the big thing with AOC is that she was crying on camera and like they, you need to be fucking strong for the people. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I uh, she she is a cultural phenomenon. There's no doubt about. I feel like they're trying to make Marjorie Taylor Green like they're throwing her. They're trying to make her well, like the need, opposite of well, AOC. That, that's another you thing know? too. They need kind of because the Republicans have so it's not many working, but yeah, well, the, she doesn't have the kind of presence that AOC has. Well, she, that's I think she has. A, I think her brain is small. Well, and I think <laughs> people <laughs> who criticize the left are starting to realize that the crazies on the right are actually. And crazy nuts yeah they're <laughs> and the radicals on the left just have like radical ideas and the radical ideas are only radical because they want to spend money I know. <laughs> let's not i reiterate this point all the time on the podcast the only reason republicans hate liberals is because they want to spend money well, but the, that's it. Full stop. <laughs> it's the end of why they're why they're why they think they're going to destroy your children's future. Why they think they're all of the myths that stem from liberalism. It starts with because they want to spend money. What, 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 and what's so disturbing is that when Trump was president, he, he rammed through so many budgets that were just I mean, the, the spigot was turned on. So no, as long as the money's being on. spent on weapons, yeah. and, you know, things like that is fine. It's OK. We need those things. So I think what people on the right or not even just people who don't like the left try and do is they try and create these real crazies like they know no one on the left is a conspiracy theorist fucking research like nut job so they have to be like well your person's a liar she's lying about what, this. what is so interesting well, no to me, she's just being more emotional than you would because yeah, yeah. you're gonna die of a heart attack when you're 46 <laughs> exactly from your diet but 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 it was uh, uh what's interesting to me when i was young growing up i said kid in my teen years that was always the criticism of, of the left they got these nutty conspiracies, these left-wing nut bars think it's all just business trying to take everything down. They, they have all these bizarre conspiracy. That was always the and like and and you were a Republican, you were like a rational, reasonable person, you know. Uh, well, that, that to me is uh, not true now. If in case you don't, don't realize that, yeah. But yeah, but that, that was always the thing when I was younger. It was like, oh my god, you're just you think all these can you know the the, the you know, American government does all these awful things in other countries and killing people. Where's your proof? It's not, you don't know that doesn't happen. You don't know that you're just making that up. You know. That was always the thing about the criticism of the left when I was growing up, particularly about foreign policy. Because even that was the Vietnam thing. The Vietnam mm-hmm. thing still had cast a shadow into the eighties. Hence the movies. Because I even think before Bill Clinton and JFK were like, until Obama, the only cool presidents. Like, I think it was just a known thing that like, yeah, politicians are boring. Yeah, we exactly. They're these boring, stodgy people. So now that you actually have colorful people, people, I think they just. Your your words there, Keith. Yeah, listen, you know. (laughs) They they want to be called people of color. POC. You know, yeah. yeah. POC. It, it is, uh, yeah, no, I, I thought, I watched it, I mean, I was like, I don't say I was moved by it, but it, it made a point, like, yeah, I mean, she was But you didn't think she was death. lying. I didn't think she was no. lying at all. No, I mean, this is what her experience was. Like, people you know? are, I think people just like, oh, you just want to get attention. <laughs> but th- I like well, when they yes, said, oh, that, but that is also true. That you mean like trans true? people, like trans also, people, what they want to get it, attention, what right? What changes you know? it for me immediately is I thought. What a lie. I thought this was like on a news thing. If this is on your own Instagram, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's on an Instagram story. Well, and, but yeah. if it's on the news, it's fine too. If they're asking you about it on the news. If there's anywhere you're going to lie, it's your Instagram stories. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's, there's no, there's, that's not a, a truth zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's, I take it back. Idea. I don't believe yeah. the word she said. Cardi B, <laughs> Cardi B has sex on Instagram life. Dude. So by the way, by the way, is this the Svengulli? So someone yeah. got killed here. Yeah, they're dragging a body. Off. No, hey. this is Columbo. Oh, this is Columbo? Yeah. Oh. We switched into Columbo. 
Is this actually even color TV? I can't tell. No, yeah, it is. <laughs> it looks so dated. It's to Technicolor. Me. They had to color it with pencils. It's gonna. <laughs> it's just gonna look purple after a while. Exactly. You know, if you watch Technicolor because of the way it fucks with your eyes, because they had to color it with pencils. Every, when you're watching something in Technicolor, after a while, everybody's face just looks purple. God, that would just wouldn't that just be a tedious job to do? Oh, dude. I mean, that was I'm sure it was someone's job over in Burbank somewhere. Like, here you go. We're doing this for eight yeah. hours, you know, like that. That, that was good. Subtitling. Paycheck, you know? Struggling actor. Yeah. No, I know. I know a, a guy who does subtitles, does subtitles. Oh, Brady Novak does subtitles. That's it. That's a side gig. He's a guy we know yeah. as a comic. Is that William Shatner? Yeah. I knew a guy who did that for like the Real Housewives shows. He just typed out captions. The fuck is it? Yeah. Season I mean, like really eight. quick. I can't. I mean, dude, and on a reality show like that, where you're just like where you're transcribing these fucking drunk people's conversations. Yeah, I can't imagine like <laughs> like all the overlapping dialogue. You'd have to like decipher and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. When, I, when, you ever, when you ever watch closed caption, to you ever watch it? There's also often times too where someone like maybe they're drunk because they're uh-huh. getting a lot of it wrong sometimes yeah. too. We're like, what's going on? Wouldn't here, it be man? funny if every third word just is has missed. to come out? Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like we're just we're, we're, we're like on a right live broadcast. You have an alt writer doing it, so when Tom Hanks comes up, it says Tom Hanks, known pedophile, and then it has his dialogue underneath it. It's just like, oh, I want to touch children. From Greece, <laughs> also known as Boy Island. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they said he moved to Greece to because they have less strict pedophile laws just, yeah. move, just move to florida that's what you're doing i think in Flo- i don't think you have to register as a sex offender in florida i think there's some there's some like, uh, like a lot of sex offenders are, are are in are in florida there's a lot there actually well, well yeah that, that's all- where you know remember the uh, john walsh when he was a kid that got killed and oh, kidnapped okay. it happened in florida but obviously it was some horrible you sh- that should be i'd be cool with that like you don't have to register as a sex offender but there is three poisonous snakes loose in your house <laughs> at all you gotta times just deal yeah. with that at all times oh, shit. i know yeah 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 if, if you get rid of one of them kill of them a third one comes back they, 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 oh look at this yeah this cast is uh Oh yeah, this is fucking. We're we're just at the beginning here. Do you want to crack into a break here? Yeah, yeah and then we yeah, can fucking. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure out what we're gonna watch for the second half. Yeah, it's a good idea. And then we'll do that. So we're gonna fucking ease into a break here. Exactly. And we will be back. Uh, but I, I shouldn't have messed with Spyro. He breathes fire wherever he goes. I've I've tried to run and, and hide, but he can climb and fly and swim. It's like he's everywhere. There's no hiding from him. I can't take it anymore. I'm so sorry. Ooh, with a shell so crispy. Ay, ay, ay. So flaky. Oh, so chewy and tasty. Hurt me. You'll wonder why we put anything in them at all. Por favor. Get your hands on one now for just 99 cents. If you don't love it, we'll give you your money back. Only at Taco Bell. They're back. Happy New Year, amigos. Four new chihuahuas are ready to party. Get yours now at Taco Bell. Wasn't that full volume? We had to give him a full (laughs) Hello Larry back. It's not the second half. But I was fidgeting around last week in our second half. Yeah, you were, it was like you were withdrawing from heroin, but you were hungry. No, no, no. It, it was the f- food, but it was also from sitting on my ass all day. I, I feel like I'm developing like low level sciatica. Yeah, 
Crocious says trucker speed. Oh my god, it's he's so gonna bad. need that back pain trucker speed. Yeah, I, I, I was just squirming around. I, you I thought there's uh, some more some lumbar support. Yeah, no, one exactly. of those things uh, that stops you from slouching in your car. You know what? I, I've been wearing a weightlifting belt, and it's helped a lot. Like one of those weightlifting belts. But yeah, I looked it up online to get a lump. It's only thirty bucks to buy one of those. So I really got to. I just got to buy it. Yeah, but it's you got to click on the website. I know it's so much work. Maybe type your card in. Well, when there's Dude. also that hesitation <laughs> when you have your card in your hand and you know you could afford it, but you're like, should I? That's when you do your final. Like, do I really need this? Yeah, yeah. And the answer is yes, I do. And you know, yeah. well, this is how you're not as poor as me because I genuinely have stress when I look at how much I have in my bank and I'm like, man, it's gonna be like thirty dollars cheaper and i imagine my world thirty dollars poorer and what i now can't afford yeah yeah and it really makes me question every purchase i make <laughs> necessary or unnecessary yeah no i hear you man i've been there listen and I, that's I, why we need universal basic income I, I, andrew I, yang for president we're moving to new york to vote for andrew yang i have uh well, i have uh, three he's probably gonna lose he has covid he has COVID now? Yeah. Yang has COVID, right, Larry? Did he get it from Chappelle? Yang has COVID. Didn't Andrew Yang get COVID? Yeah, yeah he's got it. Is he confirmed, running for office? Confirmed confirmed by for, the news. He's running for mayor of New York City. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Did he, he did he make a, a tech money or something like that? Are we, he's uh, what, a billionaire, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's right there. That universal basic income, I, I wouldn't be... I mean, that's... That might be in I'm the cards. I'm a free trial of it right now with uh, a, being, being on furlough. When I had unemployment, I've only had unemployment once in my life. I called it, I've called it working communism. I was actually able to do the things I wanted. I, could, I traveled. Yeah. I went to the Grand Canyon. I went That's to San Diego. That's what I've been doing, man. Yeah, exactly. You're taking advantage of it. Good having for you. Having a fulfilling, like, you know, having like a fulfilling life instead of... We got like Adventures in Babysitting going, by the way, and we're not going to have audio for the opening music because it is a very popular song, and I have learned my lesson with yeah. this copyright shit. It's God, always... Always the music. <laughs> it's about being f having a kiss thrust upon you by the opposite sex. He kissed me without my consent. God, I tell you this much. Kissed I it a version of Elizabeth Shue. She's one. She's in the in the in the pantheon of women I really like. Yeah. I got to be honest. I think she's super cute. We'll go uh, small I, TV I, I, so you can see Elizabeth Shue flash dancing to fucking to the song that we don't have the rights to. Exactly. Um, we'll do a. Let's see. Let's let's fucking t let's walk the rope here. Oh wait. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Did they already so shut me down? We're watching. Yeah. Adventures in Babysitting, which I have never seen, but it is a Chicago-based movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get shut down with that song. Oh, yeah. I played a little bit of it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. I just I wanted know. to let you know what, yeah. what we were up against. Yeah, I, I get it. I hear you. Whoever How owns that good? song is probably worse than Warner Brothers. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Look at her. Have you ever done that? Danced around in your room like that? Yeah. Um, I have a few times. I have. I'll yep. admit it. Yeah. Sometimes, I uh, yeah, sometimes <clears throat> I come home if I'm really jamming to a song. Maybe I dance a little. Yeah. I close the blinds first. I, sure. I get naked for sure and I open close the doors. The first. <laughs> I cry to music more than I dance to it. If oh, that I cry lets you know too. what I am inside. Yeah. What kind of person I am. <laughs> What kind of music do you Look cry at that to? fucking Camaro, dude. What kind that of music is, do you cry to? Um, it's mostly like anything that I was a kid and the, during the years of my shattered oh. childhood. So it's like yeah. nostalgic crying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. God, she's so I guess cute. that's probably a lot of like, like why you cry Or even music, like, though. do you know what j stupidly gets me emotional? What? Is like 
reunion shows. Like I watched this thing on YouTube of at the drive-in playing their first show back in like 10 years at this small club in Austin and the setup of like you hear everybody excited and then as they walk on stage it gets a little louder yeah and then like they check their instruments and it gets a little louder and then like they do their classic like tell them who we are and then they do the hello we're at the drive and we're from el paso texas and people lose their fucking minds and then they actually start playing music and then it builds again because people get excited starts crying and it just makes me like it just rem- you well up you well I just up. forget I like it but like oh yeah I forgot live music is the greatest thing on earth yeah and then oh, like it yeah is. it gets me choked up like Good when I'm just you. like I can't wait to do that again God, I'm trying to think of the last time this actor here what wasn't he in uh in uh, Hamilton, uh, baby. uh West West Wing wasn't he in West Wing this guy Friday. that's Bradley Whitford can, yeah 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 exactly he looks so different now God I know he, he looks like a college professor now he's the dad in in uh Get Out what. What else? What else? He's the in? dad and get out. Yeah. What? He's the, He's the dad, dad and get and get out. Yeah. This what? guy. Yep. Holy shit. I we've I'd vote for Barack Obama again if I had the chance or a third time. He Holy says. shit. Look. Yeah. He is a. Well, this this movie came out in eighty eight, right? Eighty seven. Yeah. He was a young fucking a young fat faced heartthrob. Ages. God. Elizabeth He's cheating on her. So by the cute. way. So cute. Oh, he did the old. A, of course he is. He has he a has, leather jacket. He has on. COVID. This would actually be a viable thing it's now. Fine. What? 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 Because he he canceled the date on her because he has the flu and he's contagious. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. The best yeah. thing that's ever happened to me, Chris. Is that Penelope Ann Miller? Chris, it's a hoax. I gotta get out of this place. It's like a, a Dairy Queen. You only get one flavor. <laughs> There's only one. Brenda, you know I asked you over here to cheer me Dairy up. Queen. Look how huge their hair is. Did that turn you on in the 80s? Was that a big part of like, look how jacked up her fucking hair is? I, I thought it was a bit too much, but every once in a while, a woman would do it right. There was a woman in college that I had a total crush on from afar. What named was her name? Natalie Tesla. That was her name, Natalie. You think Tesla. any relation? I, I to have the coil? no idea. Is she related to the coil? She was a daughter of Israel, and I, I've had a thing for the daughters of Israel. We love globalists on this you know, podcast. <laughs> this is a thing. I've had a thing for the daughters of Israel, and she, her hair was done right. She was in a political science class of mine, and I would intentionally sit two rows behind her just to look at her hair. Look at all the is blemishes this, is, is, on her fucking leg. Well, you know, she's a human being. Got she go so- back. <laughs> I think we just found a flaw. Let's see an Elizabeth Shoe flaw. Look at these knee fucking marks she has. She is so pretty, though. Is this after Karate Kid? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is 88, 87, 88. What's her mom talking about? Oh, so look at that. Look at those fucking... No, those are... She th- looks that's her, fine. Uh, her look at those birthmarks. No, those I appreciate like- not covering those up, though. They probably would want to make up those up quick. Yeah, that that, that is a look. To, she's the frumpy friend with her glasses. Oh yeah, low. and her hair's not all jacked up like fucking. You got to have jacked up hair. Yeah, that, big hair was big then. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Big what hair it was? was the, I wonder so what work, is the drive of that though. Usually, you know the root of like who was the first woman well, to th- jack up her hair like that. And I, I think a lot of it was still there was still long hair from the seventies. You still had long hair from the 70s, and and then that was a look, you know, and so, but it was not, I mean, in the 70s, it was much more of a natural look, although parted in the middle, feathered hair was big in the 70s, yeah. but definitely it was, I mean, I, mean I, I think of LA in the 80s had poofy hair, man. It, I mean, this has, God, this has such an 80s color palette. Look at this. Oh, absolutely. You got the little I kid. I love it, dude. She loves Thor. <laughs> Mom. 
kill you when she catches you when you're skating. Keith Coogan, he's a proud boy now. I don't know. I'm just fucking making wild accusations. <laughs> there, there, there's the 80s memories catching. He's kitchen. in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. He's in two movies with Babysitter in it. That probably has to be a, 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 a rarity <laughs> in fetish, Hollywood. Dude. He, could, he only took projects yeah, exactly. that would satisfy <laughs> that his, his dark desire. The agent. Another Babysitter movie's coming out. All right. All right. Get, get him out for the audition. Babysitter kid. There's that wagon. That's, that is the, the car of a parent right there absolutely absolutely and, and yeah this is this is north shore chicago without absolutely a doubt. without a doubt north shore chicago this is probably not copyrighted i think you're right yeah 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 it's a it's the late 80s kind of a blues song but really really i'm poppy. not i'm not Kenny Loggins, so you won't get blocked on YouTube. I think I asked this question before. What was the last Kenny Loggins movie song? What was the last Kenny Loggins? I mean, Emmeline. It's because in the eighties it was hits, hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah. What was his last one? Do you know? Even though we know. ain't got oh, money, oh, oh, over the top, over the top was meet me halfway across the sky. That, that was a Kenny Loggins. That's too much Thor. I was obsessed with stuff it's as a weird kid. weird to see uh, all this Marvel in a movie now. Without getting sued their, their, their yeah, dicks the off. Yeah, the fact that they could afford to like... They probably got pay. only Thor, so they were like, we're getting our fucking money out of this. Yeah, yeah well, you know, comic book movies had not hero. made... I mean, Superman was the first modern cool. one. Well, I mean, and at the end of this, Thor, he, Vincent D'Onofrio ends up being Thor. So this is technically the first Marvel movie. <laughs> Wait, Hilarious. What? Oh, yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio. So they go to Chicago and their car gets fucked up. So that's why they're stuck in the city. And the guy working on their car is a young Vincent D'Onofrio. And she flips out because he looks like Thor. Oh, okay. And and at the end of the movie, she gives him his fucking... She goes to give him his, her helmet because he saves them. And she goes, no, kid, I already got one at home. Oh. So they tease that he is Thor. So this is the Marvel. This is the first Marvel oh, movie. Oh, the MCU, man. The, God, the yeah, yeah. Well done. Hi. Well done. Well done, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't just hear what. His wants- hair just looks like the shorter version of cool. hers. So Jeffrey and Adam, you've yeah. neither of you have seen this movie, right? Really neither. <laughs> no. So you guys know the plot. She's a babysitter. She's got to babysit these rugrats. They're going to end up in Chicago, the gang-ridden, bad fucking Gary, Indiana, Chicago. <laughs> and he loves her. He's the oldest son. He, yeah, be- you can tell he beats his little pud to her yeah. every night. He yanks it. Probably yanks just it. got done doing it. That's why he's so fucking shocked. Yeah. It reminds ever, me of Gwen Henning. It's August 27th, 1984. Yeah. Now imagine <laughs> if you got done pulling your little crocious to her and then she fucking knocks on Just your door. yanking it. Oh my God. It, it would have blown me away. Who's my <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Crocious Gwen's at the door. <laughs> double bus, dude. Yeah. What it was, a double bus. Exactly. <laughs> but what it was about uh, Elizabeth, it's her eyes. That's what did it for me. Well, she's also, not. There's a lot of attractive women, but you they're attractive and you're like this woman would never speak to me elizabeth shoe not only looks like someone who she's conventionally pretty she looks like she's got the vibe of someone you could bring to see your parents and they won't think she's a strumpet little whore or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah yeah she's she's a good girl she's very yeah you know, you know it, it took me until this year 
and I'm in my fifties to finally realize that for a long time, I was like, no, I, I wanted this woman to, oh, she's going to be some libidinous sex. Screen. No, no. You know what I like? I like a good girl. I do. I'll just admit it. That that's what I like. Well, they're good for the long run. You know, it, it, you it's need just, <laughs> like, even for, I never got the whole, like, you need a crazy girl just to date for a short amount of time. Do you know the trouble you can get into in a short amount of time? Yeah. Yeah, but do yeah. you know the sex you can have, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's, that's where I'm the, different. I was always a little ace, more asexual than my friends. Like, I could, gay. I don't, yeah. that's that's the last thing on my list. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Tell me more, Keith. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she was, I told you. Look it, at those coats, dude. They're going out on the town. They got their fucking faux yeah, leather on. It, it, it is. It's fake castle door. That's a total f- rich person thing. Is we're gonna have a giant bank how big vault the mom's door. Hair is, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's hair how big was big. Her hair is, dude. That's old lady jacked that's, up. Yeah, that's yep. like bad, dude. That's the bad kind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that, that was a look though back then. You know, that was a look. They made a joke about his candy eating because he's he's got acne, which I never. That was always a big. You know, I've never he have got acne. I don't see any. Well, they say he's going to get it if he keeps eating the chocolate. That was oh. a total eighties rumor, yeah. absolute eighties rumor. You want to know why you have acne? You're seventeen years old. That's the reason Your why you have acne. Greasy. This is what dude, happens. There's yeah, Anthony Rapp. So this is this is uh, rents Anthony Rapp. Oh, it is. Like what? Jesus. No, not anymore. Jesus, you're right. It is no. way before he came out as That's gay because he's he's a pussy hound in this movie. Yeah, yeah. close off yet? It's hilarious. Oh, listen to you. You fall in love and suddenly you're a classy guy. I'm not falling in love. What you wearing? God, look Whoa, at this. Now get out. Wait, you gotta see this one's Playboy because there's this girl in it and she looks exactly like Chris. I'm so that that hairstyle that he has has just never gone out of style, huh? The Bieber hair. Oh yeah, the coconut head, like kind of like. It's just never gone out of style. <laughs> this is He's just like peeping into. Look at that TV. That's like oh, the TV yeah. people are watching us on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and then let's look at the big stereo system All that guy's wood, got. Absolutely, All the wood man. detailing on yep. the car, yeah. the TV, the the wooden duck. Yeah. The wooden duck was a big staple of Midwestern life. Oh God, I don't see why. Yeah, what, what is because it that? showed like that you balloon. went you went on vacation every summer. You know, we're yeah, not maybe at a cabin. We're relatable. We know what geese are. You know, <laughs> we've seen a duck. We got a wooden one. See, in my house, they tried to mock. They wanted to be like this, but there would look always be creep. Do you see that creep? <laughs> oh, you want look Back at this. There. So here's what brings them to the Chicago. Oh, Chris, I'm in trouble. This is the dork from the beginning of the movie. Is this? No, pen- I'm really in trouble. I did it. You spiked your tab with Drano? No, I ran away from home. You what? Where are you? I'm at the bus station downtown. I think it's Penelope Ann Miller. Don't go anywhere. She was in a lot of movies. I don't have any money. I spent it all on the couch. Let's see. Do you know what she was in? She was in Carlito's Way. She's the love interest in Carlito's Way. If I take a cab to the Andersons, do you think you could pay for it? She's a Chicago actor. Forty dollars. I don't have forty dollars. I don't have forty. Well, can you pick me up? Forty dollars. Back then, that was a lot of money. Fuck yeah, man! It was like probably like ninety bucks. Yeah, it probably is about a hundred. It's over a hundred now. Jesus. So this movie was directed by Chris Columbus, the guy who eventually did Home Alone in the Harry Potter movies. I was gonna say, yeah, this definitely has that Chicago, but it's not Hughes, not John Hughes. It is Penelope Ann Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my house. <laughs> That's some. This is something that would happen in Los Angeles. Yeah. Could yeah. you make these jokes about homeless people or would people think that <laughs> no, it was insensitive? No, no. Or you'd have to have an, pay an actual homeless person. Oh Dude, God. I love that guy. There's that creepy guy is the man. Get me the hell out of here. 
Brenda, look, just my, when up. we would watch this as a kid, my dad would be like, "That's how it was." I love that guy. Oh, please, sorry. I think That's how it was in the city. It's That's how it was. <laughs> My grandpa used to say, because he grew up in Bridgeview or Bridgeport, right yeah, by Comiskey Park. Absolutely. And he goes, his line was, I wouldn't drive through that neighborhood now if you gave me a tank. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's changed. Because it's so black. I know. <laughs> the house is not going to explode. Well, what's interesting, urban America in the 80s, it was so ignored. There was, so much, there was such a dearth of investment that a lot of, a lot of urban America in the 70s and 80s, it was still recovering. In the 90s, Clinton's presidency was kind of a big deal. They, got, they put more money into the cities, and, and the cities are actually certainly safer than they used to be, I think, in certain ways. Maybe not, maybe so. You know, But I, mean, I remember Chicago definitely being a fucking tough city back then. You wouldn't go west of Halstead. <laughs> they say that about LA though, don't they? But in like the eighties and the nineties. Well, I can like- tell you from my point of view, it's one of the biggest things that's different for me living here in the nineties versus now is there aren't nearly as many drive by shootings. It, 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 it is not it was every night when I lived here in the nineties. Another drive by really? shooting, it was I think in nineteen ninety six LA had eleven 1, hundred murders. It had two hundred and fifty last year, I believe. I believe. Uh, which that's a dramatic decrease. Yeah, you know. So L.A. was up there with Chicago then. Oh, L.A. LA was bad. Oh, you think about again? Think of colors or boys in the hood or 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 uh, what was that Arab there? Boys in the hood. I don't know. Was, yeah. was, was that a Hebrew? I don't know. What it was. Uh, a menace to society uh, was also. It's all that that kind of era of of L.A. You know, the gun violence was huge. I gotta say. Anthony Rapp's excitement is real. That's how hype people got when you went to the city as a suburb kid. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're going to Chicago? Can I go? Yeah. That's yeah. like my mom driving distances in the suburbs is like pulling fucking teeth. When I was a kid, I wanted to meet the wrestler Bret Hart. He was at Borders Books in Orland Park, Illinois. Yeah. And it was like 40 minutes from where we live. <laughs> and your mom was just like, okay. She wouldn't, no, she, she wouldn't do it. it. She wow. told me no. She, when I asked her if we could go to the Orland Park Mall and meet Bret Hart, it, it was like four o'clock and he was going to be there till seven. And she like laughed at me. Like, <laughs> like no, no, just dismissed you. Just dismissed Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're right. There. Yeah, going into the, I remember, God, I remember going into the city. First time I went into Chicago, was on a train when I was eight years old. We're going the me, like the L train? Or no, the, no, no, no. Oh, like the Amtrak. Amtrak. I went from the East Coast to the Midwest. We there stopped in Chicago and I was like, whoa. Was it bad? And, and I remember going Did to this. Did it smell like piss? No, I went to the, the Sears Tower. Went to the top of the Sears Tower because we had like four or five hours to, uh, to mess around, you know? So I'm having my little freak out right now. When have you been to Chicago, Jeff? A whole lot. Recently? When, uh, have you been there during the Chirac era? <laughs> I get. I mean, within the past couple of years, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. I've been. I mean, I went to school in Illinois, three hours south of Illinois. So, what's the go-to? All my friends right. are from that area. What's, where, where'd you go to school again? Milliken. Oh yeah, you mentioned that exactly. Yeah. What's the go-to city in South Dakota? Like when you like when you're where like we're from Sioux Falls. Sioux but, Falls. I mean, yeah. So not, that's enough though. But like, it wasn't like if you're going on a big vacation was like, let's go to Minneapolis this summer. Uh, yeah. I mean, we went to Minneapolis, you know, yep. um, pretty regularly. We would go to like the Wisconsin Dells. Oh yeah. That's pretty accessible. Yep. Chicago is pretty close. Um, sometimes we go to the Omaha zoo. Where is that, f- that, that, that perspective of, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's fine. The, the, the cutoff oh, of, uh, with the Chicago of that scene, like where, where was that from? 
Like, I, I'm sure the angle of that, that, that shot. What? <laughs> no, they'll, they'll do it again. Here. Oh, she's naming fucking, they're teasing her for liking superheroes because she's a girl and she likes superheroes. Yeah. So, what, what? I think they're on the Edens right now. Yeah, Sorry. the Dan Ryan. <laughs> they're on the Edens Express. What's the way? other one? There's the Kennedy, the Eisenhower, the, the Stevenson. Edens, the Stevenson. Yep. And then, but they're all numbers, like, and different parts of it. Like, the Dan Ryan is a specific part of I 94. And like the Stevenson is 55 or something. I used to know it. My, oh, dad yeah, would, yeah, absolutely. my dad would tell me every morning. And I think that's unique to Chicago that our highways have all like in memory names. We yeah. named all of our highways after drunk Irish people. <laughs> the da- dangerous Dan. Pl- getting a Playboy when I was a kid. It was, was like, it was literally like finding gold or something. Well, Anthony, it was Rapp's, just like- Anthony Rapp's gay ass brought that. No, is he the guy who's filming everyone in Rent? Is he the guy who's filming everyone? Yeah, he's like the God, he's in Dazed and Confused. Opens it up, narrates. W- what's it, yeah. he in Dazed and Confused? He's one of he's the blonde nerd oh, with Anthony yeah. with, with Adam Goldberg. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Spaghettios with meat. So she's telling a scary story because you know it's dark on the on the highway. Look at him, got that puss tongue out. Yeah, no kidding, man. That's how he he's, rims he's out. The he's beam. just thinking about the rimming out <laughs> male butthole. You know he got raped by Kevin Spacey. Oh, so is he one of the guys who yeah, came and said, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. That he got, uh, 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 so that's, they're already in the city, by the way. Yeah. They exactly. just showed the bridge. Like that means they live in a near suburb, yeah, exactly. near West yep. or something. They probably live in river forest, Oak park. You know, they don't live in Maywood. Uh, they wouldn't have the right hue. If you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there may maybe Berwyn. If they're Berwyn or Cicero, they'd have much worse hair than what they have. See, this, this was back before they segregated the city of Chicago. Yeah, no, this you Chicago has been segregated since day one. You made me think of something. Well, back it was all black. Yeah. Uh, do you made me think of something though? So you said you took a train. I remember going to a Cubs game in the early nineties uh, and my dad got hammered and tried to get us back home. And he got us lost on the L train on the South side of Chicago. And he was all hammered giving people guff like trying to defend us but like over defending us like basically starting shit with people oh my god that's horrible he thought, <laughs> you thought the blacks were gonna mess with you oh yeah, exactly. dude what a dad that's, that's what they're gonna do we got it know? we we made it though like our we were supposed to take the l to the train station and this was no cell phone so my grandpa is at the fucking metro station just waiting and just wondering. waiting for us yeah and my dad's tooling us around. And I remember being terrified because there's, and the track is shut down, but there's a portion of the elevated train in Chicago where the train is wider than the track you're on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like you're floating. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I remember being on the train. My dad is yelling at black people. <laughs> and I'm looking over the side of the train and the train's wobbling because it's turning and I'm just like, I'm going to die. Either this train's (laughs) going to fall off or my dad's going to get us murdered by a fucking crip or a gangster (laughs) disciple. Yeah, exactly. Whoever the fuck. A vice lord. Yeah, a gay lord. There's a Chicago gang called the Gay Lords. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Blackstone Rangers. Gay Lord. The Blackstone Rangers. That sounds like a crew of Robin Hood's men. (laughs) The Blackstone Rangers. No, yeah, they're from Blackstone, the street. Why don't you just go take a walk over there, okay? Right there. Uh oh, uh oh. They're, 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 they're well, yeah, the hook handed man picks him up. This is like everything Everything that happens in this movie has a hint of danger right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Why does he Everybody have that? Everybody stay behind me. She's like the brave girl. Because she's fucking Thor, dude. Jackson Boulevard. Yeah, terrifying they- would that be if a tow truck driver just walked up to you whistling? <laughs> Dude, whistling is almost always pretty creepy. <laughs> and he's doing it well. He's doing it well. Yeah, good. There's a reason why he was creepier. cast, you know? Sarah. Jackson Boulevard. Listen. You went out an expressway without a spare? <laughs> <laughs> For history, ancient history. <laughs> Just relax. Stay calm. You couldn't even make Don't a joke. Panic. People are different in the city. Do you understand what? that? Be afraid of a guy with a hook hand? <laughs> Don't yeah, listen to him. He just wants to scrape our faces off. What, you scared of this? <laughs> you kids must be from the suburbs. <laughs> You're 708ers, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a 708er. You're 708er. Hey, should just leave? No. Does he help him? No, he's going to tow their car. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just leave. WCIU Studio. See how I told you that TV channel? Yep, there it is. WCIU. With Spagoogle? So, yeah, so th- that's, they're in the near south With side right there. With uh, Spagoogle? With Spangooly. Spangooly. They're, no, no, they're in the west. There's, it's just, you yeah, know, as, the a west dr- side. as a kid, my dream side. was to get get big enough in comedy where I get a, my own cable access show on WCIU channel 26 to you. And I was like, no, just my own like late night talk show. I wanted to be the king of fucking Chicagoland television. <laughs> and I was like, that'll be enough. That'll be my career. It's great. But like that could still happen. Well, I mean, Pat Tomasulo took that. Yeah, no kidding. He did. Babysitting for these kids and goes on WGN news, making fart noises. And he's the king. God. Don't he and like Patty Vasquez have a thing or something? Oh yeah, they go back and forth. I Patty I, Vasquez started comedy the same time I did. Yeah, she's got a radio show. She gets all her co- comedians on. No, that wouldn't be right. He ends up being like. Be right. They do that thing which I think would be offensive now, where they bring him on at first, and he's like a fucking creepy one-handed degenerate, and then he says some big words. So they're like, oh, but he's smart, so he's fucking nice. He's a yeah. gentle giant. Yeah. My name's Chris. Chris Parker. Pruitt. Handsome John Pruitt. Wrong hand to shake. You see. Ew. There you go. <laughs> that was gross, dude. dude I now would it's never, getting really dark. I would never shake. Uh, a hook? There's oh, a Willis no. Tower. Oh, that's been Disgusting. in orifices. Yeah, it's definitely got COVID on it before COVID. <laughs> got his little hook hole for his steering wheel. Hey, mister. Yeah, red what? Um, how did, how, how did you? Anthony Rapp is jerking him off. <laughs> your, your hand. Was it in Nam? <laughs> was it in Nam? That was still a thing. Well, Nam was like four years before I was going to say, it was still a thing. I, I cannot express to you guys how the shadow of Vietnam <laughs> was in everything. In, Every until summer like, blockbuster. Until like the early 90s, until the first Gulf War. Every year, I would be, would be willing to bet, and we can even go through it, that every year until 1994, there was a Vietnam movie. What? Oh, 
yeah. There's well, Hollywood stayed away from it. it. Had a little a little burst in the late seventies, but it was still too close. And then they didn't touch it in the eighties until Platoon. Because you had well, Platoon, the, then you had Born on the Fourth of July. You, you had Full Metal Jacket, Full Metal Jacket, Hamburger Hill, Tears of the Sun was like the nineties. And then they also had a yeah, Born on the Fourth of July. Then was also a Tommy Lee Jones one. It, it, it was the third one of of because it was supposed to be like Platoon, Born on the Fourth of July, and then they had another one that was sort of a Stone directed that was also about like a guy who had an Amerasian child. That's what it was called. Amerasian. Amerasian. GIs went over and had sex with the with Vietnamese women and they had Amerasian children (laughs) from the war, you know? From the war. You know? Yeah, but but that was still like again, until the first Gulf War, when the first Gulf War was declared over by old man Bush, he said, We finally kicked that nom thing. That's what he said in 1991. It was still replace it with. Yeah, it, it, it was eight. It was 18 years after the war ended. And it was still cast a shadow. At Don't least, worry, guys. We got a new war now. Yeah. At least we were over calling all Asian people Japs at yeah. that point. <laughs> yes, that that is true. Although I remember a kid saying that in, in elementary school. I have a Jap neighbor. So just to catch you guys up, <laughs> while we were talking, he got a big giant brick cell phone call. One of those big brick car phones. Yeah. yeah. And his wife is cheating on him. So he fucking sped oh, this his semi truck to fucking where they film fucking shameless. He's gonna kill him with the hook, huh? And he just committed a murder. So now they run. And this is what sets him loose. Uh yeah, you gotta get out of there. Please don't his wife is disgusting, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. Well he's got one hand. Who's he gonna get, you know? I feel like they missed opportunity to make some sort of joke about trying to shoot the gun with the hood. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, sort of you're right. Yeah, with the, hook. the gun like falls off yeah, or something. Or yeah, like, go. Oh yeah. So now they have to get the windshield repaired because he just shot a fucking hole through. My car. That looks like my stalker. It looks like Laura Greenley. Lock the doors. You have a stalker? Yeah, for three and a half years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. True. Full on. I had to go restraining order. He's on a Crocious is on a FBI training video about how to deal with people, victims of stalkers and stalkers. Yeah. And they they had him do it. And the best part about it is all of the people (laughs) tell their story. And it's all like, I was afraid to wake up in the morning. Like I feared for my life on a daily basis. And Crocious goes, well, yeah, I couldn't like do open mics. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Absolutely. You would like, you would go to open mics and she would just be there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a story. It's a hell of a long story. It it is, but it is. Yeah. And I didn't even realize I was being stalked until about six months into my stalking, but I really, I I was, I was, so what's that moment? Like I, I, I guess I know I understand it's a long story, but like, what's the moment when you realize, oh, I'm being stalked. Like, what what makes that sw- switch finally flip? Here's what happened. Great question. So you're seeing her everywhere for like yeah, six I'm, months. Exactly. I'm doing book shows, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, 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 mics, you know. Um, and she was always just around. She would always be in the periphery of my vision. Like, I'd be talking to someone. Like, if I was talking to you, mm-hmm. she'd be standing you know, 10 feet over in that You know what they say, right Jeff? The periphery of my vision. She was it, always around. And, and so, and she was, she was, oh, wow. you know, uh. she, she would look at me, you know, and, and she beat these mics and, and she, she came up to me 
one time and was like, listen, for a long time, I've been wanting to say this to you. And just looking in your eyes right now is too intense, but I just find you very attractive and I want to be with you. And she gave me this kind of awkward hug. And I was like, yeah, I'm seeing someone right now. Thank you. I try to be kind of, kind of humor her. And from that, that turned into three, three and a half years of stalking. I didn't realize I was being stalked though until uh, for months, she kept you know saying her attraction to me, professing her attraction. I would be like, try to be nice to her. I was like, no, thank you. I appreciate that, but I'm not interested. But thank you. And hey, uh-huh. it's well. Finally, there was a um, there was a show. God, what was it again? Yeah, there was a show where oh, it, it was a Halloween show at, at the Lincoln Lodge, and, 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 and the Halloween gag was you did an impression of a comedian you didn't like. So I did an impression of of Carrot Top. Okay, and I had a big bag of props. One of my props was my high school yearbook pick, my high school yearbook. So, and I'd show it was all like basically. I call this an umbrella. You use it when it rains. Like it was all just yeah. things that were already. It was it was a bad idea. So so <laughs> it, I did that, and I would throw all the props down, and I had twenty props. I didn't know she was sitting kind it's of. It's almost awful. like the joke was all the props around you by the end of the yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and one of them was like, look, I have Adam Croce's high school yearbook. I invented that. It's where you have pictures from high school. Okay, whatever. And I had his voice. So I, I threw it down and I went to pick all my props up and I didn't have my high school yearbook, but I didn't even realize I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it. Well, two days later, I went to a mic and, I, and I'm, I'm, she's, she's going to perform. She was sometimes a performer, but one of these people was mentally ill, but mm-hmm. performs, you know. Yeah, a comic. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm in the front room. I'm drinking a beer. This guy comes, buddy of mine, Brian McGannon, comes barreling in for the other room. He's like, you got to get in here right away. It's like, okay, whatever. So I go in. She's on stage, and she's lighting a, a, she, she's lighting a sage candle because she was a practicing Wiccan. She admitted that. And she brings up my high school yearbook uh, senior class picture. And she had blown it up to like a 14 by 11 piece of paper. And she was like, and look at what a cute smile he has. I don't like the direction of our relationship. So I'm going to light this sage candle to, for our relationship. And people were just like, what, this, what is going on? They, 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 there was not humor in it. So I went up. Aaron Foster was going to go on a after. Classic her. comedian, though. He's, what the he's, hell? That's a classic comic, though. He's just found out that this girl is doing insane voodoo-like bits, <laughs> and he goes, "Where are the jokes?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this we, isn't even funny. Yeah, stop me. At least do it. Where are way. the jokes? So, so I go up on stage after Aaron Foster was. He said, "I want you to go up there." Wait. So she like she burns it. She burns the photo. Like no, 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 no. no. But this oh. is key. You, you are on the right path, though. So how, to answer your original question, how did I know I was being stalked? So I go up on stage, and I'm just like, listen, this has to end. I am not attracted to you. This ends now. I don't like you. And people are like, what's going on? She pulls a chair to the front of the stage because she she was like, I want you to say it to my face. And I said, I'm, I don't like you. Please go away. I leave. I didn't think I was being stalked at that time. I thought that was kind of weird. The next day, I'm at a different mic. She shows up and says, I'm so sorry about that. I will never do that again. Kumail Nanjiani was in the back going, Adam yeah. was so mean to that uh, lovely woman. Yeah, well, he, he was there. Kumail was around. And then he made an awful comment to me one time about this whole experience, but that's a whole other story. No, you got to say it now. What, what it was yeah, is, yeah. D- don't you kind of like it that someone likes you oh, that much? Oh, what a fucking... I was what like, a, that uh, is the comment of someone who would dominate Hollywood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, v- he is now. Yeah, very much. Very much. And I was just like i was like no it's really a weird experience so anyway so she hands me this envelope 
She's like, I'll never do it again, which was the pattern of our stalking. She would do something, I'd get upset, and then she'd apologize, but then she would start doing stuff again. So she gives me this envelope, and I was like, please go away. Oh, just open it up sometime. So I had the envelope. I open it up later. It's confetti. There's a bunch of confetti in the envelope. I put it out, and I start putting the pieces together. She had taken my high school yearbook picture that she had blown up and ripped it into concentric one inch by one inch pieces. Like she like, consciously, a, ran- like a ransom note. Yeah. yeah, and, and ripped it up and then gave it. So it was like, it was like, you know, 30 pieces and I put it together and I'm like, this is fucking weird. A ripped up picture of yourself is fucking, this is, it felt different. It was different than anything else she had done before. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, this is even before I went to the library. I didn't go online. I went to the library and I got like, you know, you're being stuck books on stalking. They had the most common signs you're being stalked. First, most, most common sign is unsolicited calls. So you get calls at work or at home, which she had called me at work, called me at home. I had to change my number. Mm-hmm. Second, most common sign ripped up picture of yourself is you're being stalked. And there I was you like, go. She she she's fucking stalking me. She's actually stalking. As Crocious is reading, he's going like, "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> oh, she's definitely Gwen. Doing that. Looks Gwen. Up and she's there watching <laughs> him read. Yeah. No, it, it, it literally it, it was, and and then from that there was just a. I mean, it just built up. Into this the is point. something Snowball, I wish they bring yeah. back. By the way, I'm going to cut these to the TVs? story. The yes. TVs at the bus stop. I remember these big back. time. I remember these big time. What were they playing? Were they playing nothing but studs twenty four seven? Good deep cut, man. That was a good. Yeah. Holy shit. That was a good one, Keith. <laughs> studs. I remember watching people studs who don't know. The guy who was on that. Studs was a dating show in the late 1980s. And here's why I remember that. So when my dad when my dad had the tail end of him having his own house, he had a, a li- my dad has to sleep to a TV. And I remember for a little bit, my dad, because he was just in mo in the mode of like, I'm winning this divorce. So he would make me and my sister sleep in the same bed with him. Hmm. Like it was a huge bed. We were like yeah, apart. Yeah. But I remember he would always have a small TV and mash and studs was always on. And he loved studs. It's studs hilarious. was a basically a hip love connection. Basically. We're like, they'd send two people on a date and then they'd fucking interview them after basically. Yeah. And it was about, and, and it'd be like stud guys, like beefcake kind of guys and bro, kind oh, of yeah. pre bro, you know, like, but do you Richard know what Grieco I remember? And, I remember waking up because of this goddamn tv because I, I don't like sleeping to tvs yeah and i would do this with my grandpa whenever i would wake up in the middle of the night as a kid i liked the cold side of the pillow and for some reason yeah. i was small enough i would lay above his head long ways along the top of the pillows <laughs> and i remember just getting up doing that and then like seeing studs in black and white and then like falling asleep and like just <laughs> not being comfortable. Yeah. No, I remember watching studs when I, when I first saw, when I first moved to Chicago and thought it was hilarious. It, it was, it was like a guilty pleasure. You know, like a bad show you liked watching was studs. Yeah. All those know? dating shows are like that, dude. I mean, it, they kept making, there was that show next for a long time on MTV. Um, oh, you know what I did this later, week? But it's you the same, what? same idea. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just trash. It's like junk food TV. Right? Yeah, absolutely. What, what I, I watched this week, and I wanted to mention this on the show. I'm glad you reminded me, Jeff. You reminded me of, uh, I watched the dating gang episode with the guy who was the serial murderer. You've heard that story. The oh, guy yeah. Was, oh, yeah. I, I watched yeah. it, and, and it was... It, it, it was knowing that he's a he killed three people after that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was uh, it was weird. I mean, he just his the way he carried himself on that show. It was so late seventies, like it was like 
bad sexual innuendo jokes. Also, and stuff, all the murders you know? and like there was like they go. But again, the, that's how they all still are. All the dating shows yeah, are still bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's nothing has really changed with those dating shows. Yeah, like, yeah, you're it's right. It's just the modern take, but it's still full of like uh, bad double know, entendres. Uh, great and, with the, in the cockpit, you know, just stupid yeah. shit like that. <laughs> They still do that, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so it was, but it was, I watched that and I was like, I watched like maybe 10 minutes of it or something. And he's just a weird looking dude. Plus he yeah. was the classic thing. When a guy is a photographer, when he's a professional photographer in the seventies, confirmed creep. You're a confirmed creep when yeah. you're a professional co- photographer <laughs> in the seventies. That, that's just what it was. Hey, can I look at you? Cause it's They modernized was, it a little bit because in one hour photo, he's a film developer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what Robin Williams is. But it's right. still photo. Anything in the photo area, yeah, you're looking at buttholes. Yeah, you see, yeah, and you're, yeah, you're, you have creepy thoughts going on, you know. So, yeah, it, it, it was. Uh, anyway, just to do a movie catch up real quick. This yeah. is a great story, by the way. But to catch you guys sure. up on the movie right now, so they have to go get their fucking car towed. So first. They jump into a random car because there were bullets flying at this fucking house. Yeah. And then the guy that was cheating on. So the car, well, so the car they get into, I was about to include a meaningless character. That's why I hesitated. Sure. So the car that they randomly get into, this black dude jumps in and and steals it. Well, because he's black. Because he's black. Exactly. So you do. Uh, Was he like, yo, Jack? No. What's up? That's another racist thing. Yeah. So he sees in the back that there's kids back there and they freak out. But then you find out that he speaks like a white person. Oh, so he's trustworthy. He's very trustworthy. Owens. Okay, and, exactly. and so they he's are now at... He turns he, around, he's like, COVID isn't real. So now, <laughs> he has now... So, so he has now dropped off the car that he stole to his black gang and basically making them like escape but he they're like scaling the rafters so these black hoods oh not the playboy oh well it's a different playboy so there's this mobbed up playboy that see that writing on that centerfold that's important to this fucking these these bloods right here so this them having this playboy is going to send them after them the whole movie Okay. So it's just Crocodile Dundee again. It's just the drug lords chasing. Who was that cat? That's the nice black guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was interesting. I never, I don't recall him being in other things because he was, I mean. That's Black Casey Jones, we'll call him. You know, we're mob guys. We hang on airport hangers. This is my my artsy fartsy movie. I want to make a movie just like this, beat for beat. But the little girl falls, snaps her neck. And then the credits roll for 45 minutes. <laughs> and you just watch her dead, mangled body. And you see, here's the key Ooh, grip. Look at how fucked up Dolly. Because <laughs> that's how this situation would end. You'd get this far. Someone would slip off these rafters, die, and then they would murder them. And then that would be it. He's got his Eddie Murphy raw jacket on, you know. So now they're on a roof. They're on the blackest roof in Chicago. What's up, Jack? <laughs> so basically they're at the I love how they want to set up that it's a chop shop so his office has like steering wheels hanging from it. Exactly. Yeah, this is a steering wheel I took off a coat rack. An Audi, whatever what logo that is. It's a Volkswagen, <laughs> the cars of the Nazi. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, the people's the people's car. Yeah. And then it's I don't know if people car. also another fact BMW used to make helicopters and the logo of BMW is a spinning helicopter blade. Wow. The, the oh, circle under the BMW. I, I think that was an idea that Hitler had in Germany that everyone should have their own helicopter. Helicopter yeah. also. 
<laughs> you gotta fucking what i mean the only way to escape a jew is like a fly you have to fucking <laughs> leap and then fly away so the only way to do it is to ascend Dude, via helicopter what an, if, uh, what if an, uh, every apartment had a you had like a helipad for every unit. Yeah, it's like that's just a bad idea. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like no, it is a very good idea for the he final solution. Hitler's on meth, so. Oh yeah, yeah, he had problems. No yeah. doubt about it. We <laughs> it's safe to say. Helicopter man, what if we all had helicopters? <laughs> this episode will be called Hitler had problems. You know, that'll be the uh, the name of this episode. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fucking corporate in that I usually name the episodes after a whatever trending event we talked about sure if sure. you got to do it for the youtube I, I get it man that's not not a bad idea smart Alex smart strategy See, here's where they're, they're actually on the back i've lot been in through murder this is, yeah this is just the this most unghetto no. looking thing what are they bruce wayne's parents I know. <laughs> oh this is when uh so this is a famous scene uh as you know uh, black people just play the blues in Chicago. Exactly, it's buddy guy. Um, you know, <laughs> so they they run onto yeah. the stage, and this yeah. guy Jeffrey, you're gonna love this. This guy doesn't let them leave until they sing the blues. He's got to hey, ain't nobody leave this place unless you ain't sing the blues. Ain't nobody leaving this place till y'all sing the blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> White girl gonna sing the blues too. <laughs> I like to see that. I pay to see that. What the motherfucker got this? So my dad smoked crack. Whenever I hear a fucking, I see a crowd, I just get ready to, I'm getting ready to say that. Uh-oh. They're white. Yeah. <laughs> They're well, they black. Think that guy's old enough to where he's just like, we're about to get lynched. <laughs> Sir, uh, we didn't mean to interrupt your little concert here. If you don't mind, we'd just like to let ourselves off Nobody the stage. Nobody gets out of this place without singing the blues. That's right. What? <laughs> Nobody leave this place without singing the blues. <laughs> you want me to sing? The, this who wrote the script? You know, they, they had this a little, dude named David Simpkins. You know, is it Dickie Simpkins' brother? Yeah. Remember, remember, remember Dickie Simpkins? Oh yeah. You know, he was a bad scored fan. no he points. Famous for being on the Bulls and being <laughs> the most ineffective player during the championship years. Yeah, did he? He got a couple rings. Was Dickie the, Simpkins would do good during one playoff game, and it would and it would make up for having him the whole season. <laughs> Dickie, they would put Dickie Simpkins in when they were up by like 30 points and he'd score no points. Yeah. Yeah. Look at all these fucking. Nobody's um, leaving this stage. Is that Zanies? Yeah. <laughs> this is jokes and notes between Cedric the Entertainer set and Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is uh, yeah, all jokes aside is what, what it would have been. You know, you know, this is like. That dude was high as hell. There's such a. There was still this ham handed interpretation of uh, whatever. Hi. <clears throat> um, my name's. Does she Chris win him Parker. over? I guess we'll just have to I watch and find Park. out. That's a suburb. I'm from where? You probably figured that out. What, what suburb? You probably figured that That's out. That's the most in Chicago thing to. What suburb? Where are you from? Hi. <clears throat> Um, my name's Chris Parker. I live in Oak Park. Oh, you're right. That's Western suburb. You're totally right. It's a out. Western suburb. It I can tell by what the the landmarks when Brad, they got into Sarah, the city. They're you could tell. They're entering from the trouble. west side of the city. You're totally right. Ain't yep. no doubt. So is this like, you know. Me and my boyfriend, Mike. Tonight's our anniversary. 
Oh, that's part of the subtitle. She's basically going to explain the movie. Canceled. <laughs> now I'm stuck watching these three. And it's so hard. <laughs> and it's so hard. <laughs> is your dick getting hard, Jeff? Huh? She, is, mine you, is. Is oh, this yeah. making you? Do you want to sing? Because she's, you know. She got the. That black lady's furious, dude. I got this call from Brenda. I went to pick her up. This is. This is his recap in the movie. I had a blowout. And my mom's car Classic. got shot up. And these guys started to chase us. We all got hijacked. <laughs> they were black. And I want to touch her rack. <laughs> and it's so hard. There you go. Guy wins them over. There you go. These guys. Is this this is sort of white saviorism? Is it a little bit sort of? Oh maybe? yeah. <laughs> well, that's why that black. Well, I think the black people are saving the white people. In this yeah, is yeah, yeah, exactly. This is. Look at her. There you go. Eighty-seven. I was. I just graduated from high school. You you emerged from your mom's body. Yeah. Year, let's right? see what month too. Let's see exactly how old I was. You probably weren't born yet. No, if it was February 87, so it was a small window. Wow. I was around. Wow. We ain't got a nickel, and they should be in bed, and you out of love. That's right. I love this scene. There we go. This is so bad. <laughs> That's okay. I don't know. Uh, you know Let's see. June 87, so I was like six. Bad guys just shot up. Do you know what I was doing? Room. I was working at Sweetwater's, a restaurant in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Look at that. What if she fires them all after the song? <laughs> you know, you, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> The black man is forcing me to sing the blues. Yeah. The cops are like, we're not going to that neighborhood. So check this out. At some point, the white guy that's with him or one of the black thugs is going to be bobbing to him. And the one dude looks at him and he stops. Of course. That's a classic. You she know, wins them over. You know you could play blues when you play your guitar up by your chin. The higher, dude, the more you can Because that's when you know you're fucking hitting those solos because you need your yep. wrist. So exactly. you're like, I need... I'm playing with all fucking joint here. This probably played at... Uh, this probably was filmed at Buddy Guys, actually. Maybe. Way to go, white girl! Yeah, I don't know how he's out in the crowd. Getting a high five. <laughs> So this is how they get out, right? They, they escape during this, right? This is sort of like... Yeah. The perfect cover. I, I do think that that's like a famous blues guitar. Oh, so check this out. Listen. Nobody leave this place without singing the blues. Woo! That's a good time. Talk Full amongst circle. yourselves. I gotta pee. Yeah. Silver, Man. the silver dollar. Room. Dude, I want to go to a bar where I have to sing before I can leave. That sounds <laughs> awesome, dude. I'm forced to show off for everyone before I sign off for the night, dude. 
Have you done a solo on stage before? Have you sang a solo? Oh, many times. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah. I, I always got the solo in choir and yeah, always, man. Well, what, what did, uh, like, what, what songs did you sing? I'm curious. Oh, I want more background. Fucking, I mean, I mean, I've like been a singer for a long time, so I've sang like all sorts of music, like every era of musical theater, lots of different operas. Wow. Um, Good for you. And lots of core. I have a lot of choral experience. I'm like a singer, like first. Really okay. Before anything. Uh, yeah. Interesting. I, I, oh, I knew you. I knew you. Like you played music. I knew that. Yeah. I knew well, that, singing but. is like what got me into performing. Okay. Like, like so, I started singing in choir, and then that's what got me into musicals, and that's what got me into like a theater degree. And okay. Yeah, like okay. Started my okay. whole journey. Interesting. Background. I don't know what I'm trying to think of. One of the solos I had. Yeah. What song? Um, like, uh, I, it was a pretty popular song. What? Oh. I, I was, you'll take the high road and I'll take the low road. Oh, I, yeah. That was my fucking solo. I remember we sang it at um, a clinic at DePaul in Chicago. We were on choir tour in high school. Wow. And they cut the solo in half because I was a Man. junior. And I'm trying to, this I'm, guy who I'm trying to add senior. reverb to your voice, Jeff. Oh, okay. you want me to sing? <laughs> no, that's for later. You're closing oh, okay. the show with that. Uh, but <laughs> so, so like we did this, the song, whatever that fucking song is called and they cut the solo in half. So I, I like, can't remember if I had the first one or the second one, but you know, I like crush it. And then they gave the other half to this senior because he was a senior. Okay. And the, the guy, so we were doing this clinic with like the big choral, choral guy at DePaul. And after the song, he was like, wow, that guy. And he pointed at me. He's like, that guy's such a great voice, doesn't he? And everybody was like, yeah, he does. And then one of the guys was like, what about Mike? Oh. The other guy who had the solo, and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, he was good too." Uh, <laughs> it's like you fucking. It's like bullshit, dude. I I should have had the whole thing, but they cut it in half, man. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Rapp's picking up a hooker. Yeah, she's too old. For you. So, so he's on he's on North Avenue. They're they're on North Avenue. <laughs> Even yeah. the hookers have big hair, dude. Oh yeah. I'm seventeen. So am I. You're seventeen. You look older than her, Elizabeth Shue. What are you doing on the streets? I'm, I don't know about I'm, that. I, I, I'm working on North Avenue and North Avenue and Halstead. There's a, there's a Home Depot right there. Yeah, exactly. Chris, why aren't you here? She's, you know, she's blind without her yeah, glasses. Classic, yeah. classic. Can't, uh, is that a Coke is, machine? I can't, I can't tell. <laughs> is that a cock machine? I love those. She reaches in. It's that creepy guy from before. And it's a kitten. Out. Hey, kitty, kitty. It's a rat, hey, probably, kitty. right? It is absolutely a rat. Yeah. What's the matter? You got lost? That's the true mark of a nerd. She was able to tame a rat. <laughs> Only nerds can tame rodents. <laughs> We're gonna kill it. What? You monsters. Why would you want to kill a poor defenseless little kitten? Kitten? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no kitten kid. It's a jumbo-sized sewer rat. It's white, by the way, which means it's a pet rat. Yeah, it's just a pet yeah, rat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's going to be thrown on my store, balls like, in 1999. Before the, so. before the shot, also, I, those remind me of the vending machines. Remember the vending machine that would drop the cup and fill it with coffee? Yes. That was the best. Yeah, yeah. Those were, those were like 70s. That was a vintage 70s, late 60s. There's this dude sitting around singing songs as you yeah. go into the L. What, yeah, what, what line are they on? The, the, this is like the this brown line downtown. downtown. Yeah, this yeah, is like absolutely. Clark Lake or this something is like, like uh, that. Quincy, you know. I, I never saw those old L carts in Chicago. I was not around for that that for that L. I was not around wow. for that. Just in time. 
Oh yeah, those are, I I don't know of those at all. Yeah, I have no. I was probably so much murder and stank on those. It's unbelievable. Well, that was. It also, looks like it in this movie, man. That that was also a uh, you know, risky business. They have sex in one of those. Yeah. You, What's the? It's Wells. It's Wells Street. That's where they're at. Do you know? It's weird. The the political correctness stuff is working because it's throwing me off that he is the leader of two cool-looking black guys. (laughs) Like I'm used to white people being like, like they would most slap him in the face if he didn't listen to him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you want to eat chicken right now, don't you? They, uh, yeah. They got to get the car. Now put that bone through your nose and go kill these kids. <laughs> you be- Maybe they want to give us a ride home. You think? You can just take it back to Oak Park. You can take the the green line yeah. goes all the way to Oak Park. You can yeah. just, just do went that, back home. You know. Not- you know what, Crow? I've watched this movie. Several times my whole life, I've never considered that. You know? <laughs> never, ever considered well, that. So why didn't her friend just take the train back? Because she's, she's blind without her glasses. You know, it, it, she had the, her glasses when she called him. Here's where the thriller video Oh, starts. these guys are going to start snapping their fingers any second, dude. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet till the end. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on the brown line. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's more like, wa-la-la-la-la-bumba. Yeah, exactly. Hey. That you is, guys it stole our song for the acapella contest. This is beat it versus bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. It's, <laughs> you guys call yourself a glee club? Yeah. We'll show you a glee club. <laughs> you guys are dressed after a Michael Jackson song. Woods <laughs> themed after a whole album. Warriors come Look at, out he's, and play. That Puerto Rican has a Nazi Iron Cross on his fucking collar. He went all the way, dude. Oh no, he might yeah. be a white guy. That guy on the left in the black jackets is gay as hell. Look at him. Oh, hold on. It'll cut to him. Look how gay that guy is. He would not be in this gang. Look at that, that guy. guy on the left. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. guy on the left. There's no way he'd be in a gang unless they were singing, dude. Look at my hair. This is a song about switch plays. There's a party going on outside your place. I've right noticed now, that you two groups of people are about to start a doo wop off, and we just <laughs> want to get off the train. Can't you guys Are all you just get along? Yeah. Nah, they did Duke of Earl right before us at the acapella competition. <laughs> we'll never forgive them for it. We had to do Longest Time. Everybody's already heard Longest Time. Hey, listen to the bitch, Brad. Watch your mouth. Anthony raps like, guys, you, I think I'm going to stay with these red jacket guys. <laughs> they seem pretty cool. I'm vibing. You just can't keep your foot out your mouth, can you, boy? Can you, white boy? I'll fillet you. <laughs> Don't fuck with the lords of hell. He starts tap dancing with that his, with his lord foot. Fucking hurt. The babysitter. <laughs> Yo. She just hey, swung that right bitch. by his face. Did he call her bitch again? He said baby. He called okay, her baby. Okay. He, Come on, baby. He objectified her in a slightly more gentle way this time. Yeah, it, it, it didn't go bitch, it went to baby, exactly, yeah. Oh, are you okay? Oh, no, I can't feel anything. Don't touch it. It could get infected. Jesus, it could get anything. Tetanus, lockjaw, rabies, oh. rabies, emphysema. Oh. Well, then don't let him walk on it. Come on, pick it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're at UIC. Oh. They're at UIC oh. right now. It. University Guys. Hospital. Oh, perfect. Yep, exactly. Take him to the hospital. 
Oh, the little kid. She figures it out. So they're at the, oh, they're way on the blue line. They're at the university medical stop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's UIC. UIC blue line is yeah. probably the, the line I've been on the most in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, that, that gets That's you. That goes to the airport, right? Yeah. yeah it goes yeah, to yeah. O'Hare. yep. Get you yeah. all the way across. And I then my friends and my uncle who live there and my friends seem to all live along the, the blue line. Yeah, I used to be a blue line guy. They it's went, a big thing. If you can get an apartment along a blue, red, or brown, you could get anywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, and then I became a brown line guy. Dude, I miss taking the train. Even in LA, even the horrible oh, yeah. trains here, I miss I miss like take, taking the train and not being worried that I was going to catch a catch horrible a disease. disease. <laughs> I'm not even worried about COVID on the trains anymore. I'm just, just worried. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a random disease. Yeah, I'm worried about everything else, dude. Because I've seen how they are on the holidays. I can't imagine what they're like right now, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's not terrible. There's People are being more are, are more well-behaved than you'd think. Really? Yeah. It's really... And even the people who come on without masks, they immediately... They almost feel guilty because they see people giving them eyes. So they get yeah. off at the next stop. Yeah. Or they'll put their shirt over their face or their hand. Like, no one actually, like... And if they are, the bus driver will turn the fucking bus off and be like, we're not wow. moving until... And then other people have been giving masks, like Asian women will give an extra mask because they have extra masks. Mm. That's good. They were prepared. They yeah, could, yeah. Koreatown was ready yeah, for absolutely. this. Well, they were ready for the riots. They were ready for yeah. COVID. Yep. I'll make it very clear. You slip me the cash and I'll slip you the wiener. But I don't have any cash. That's then a drop. I don't have a wiener. There you are. One stitch. This guy's it's Paul Farivar right there. One stitch. <laughs> You're single. I'm, I'm single too. Being in a gang fight and all I get is one stitch. Chris is gonna think I'm a total failure. Wait. So did the knife go through his foot or what? He got, it, it nicked his toe. With uh, David Bowie as a nurse. <laughs> I just got off the set of Labyrinth. Yeah. Was, uh, was that was he in Labyrinth, Doctor. Bowie? Yeah. Your family's waiting for you in the waiting room, man. The, the, this is. Um, uh, he's the one with the. Yeah. Stab the, 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 this is a Cook County okay. Hospital. What? I'm sorry. Your friend is dead. Oh, dead? they mixed him up. The dead. classic mix-up. Dead. Oh, See, now she needs medical attention. Again, this is where my artistic directorial thing would come in, where she just cracks her head open <laughs> and convulses. In credits, and then it's credits. Uh, yeah, but first she seizes they, out. What, what about like one card that says, uh, they never did make it back home yeah. that night? And, <laughs> and yes, the little girl became a prostitute. The, yeah. Why are you hugging me? Because you see, I'm gay, and I thought, you know. Don't you ever die on me? I love butts. The hole specifically. <laughs> okay. On a boy. That's Anthony if Rex I had to pick I, I a favorite that. part of the so, butt, it would be the hole. So, so, uh, so uh, Spacey uh, assaulted him? Yeah, at a party. He was at like some yep. sort of party. Locked him in a room, made him watch into, fucking. They yeah, Spacey's made him, room, and then Spacey came in drunk and got on top of him. And they were really? like, he was like, hey, have you ever seen this show, Harry and the Hendersons? And they watched Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> for a little bit. And then he fucking touched him up. Yeah. Wow. It's all right. I made a mistake. See, he's fine. Spacey's been canceled, right? He's been canceled. Also, oh, yeah. I yeah. believe that is a white guy. That is Yakov Shmiranoff playing that fucking Indian guy. He just turned 70. I feel Yakov like, is that like canceled or, I mean, I guess it is canceled, but like with Spacey, it's like. Well, he raped kids. Yeah, that's like, that's more he's than canceled, criminal. right? That's like, canceled is like a facet of 
Yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. On with him, right? Is he actually? He's actually got serving jail time or something. Is he serving? Or I mean, there's no. certainly there are there are cases. He's skirting. He's so he's guilty up until the like all they can just not prove it like mm. physically but it's so close to him being guilty of rape right. it's well unbelievable. And it was it was kind of a, an open secret for a long time yeah it's unbelievable my buddy was on an episode of <laughs> it's unbelievable my buddy had just done an episode of house of cards before that story broke oh he oh, so here buddy we go had really? just yeah he had just like shot an episode of house of cards wow for the season that never got released he had a scene with house of cards is good i liked house of cards i never watched i watched the first season it's pretty good it's a good political drama Spacey's good in it. So now it's going to cost them $50 to get their windshield repaired. How much would you come if they told you that's how much it would cost today? God, I'd be be ecstatic. You'd want to break. I'd buy an extra windshield. (laughs) I'd break every window in my car and be like, fuck it. Let's fix all of them. Yeah, let's get a new one. Can I get a new one? The whole thing. Maybe we can sell Daryl. Or your asses. Let's go to let's go to North Avenue. Yeah, go to, go to that barrel of fire you were just at. <laughs> that dumpster fire. Chris? By the way, Chicago, I feel like wasn't a city that did that. Barrel I, fires? No, I, I never saw <laughs> barrel fires. Fire. I mean, I think it's more of an East Coast thing. It's a yeah. Philly thing. You know, it's like a you can New just York, go Baltimore into a, thing, New York any thing. bar would let a fucking rabble rouser homeless person be there for at least. You can warm up in a in an establishment. Exactly. Oh, they go to a fucking it's frat. Feeling. We're never gonna see him again. I was nice. thinking, oh, this movie's over so quick, but then they go because this little girl ends up on a on the roof of a skyscraper. She's on acid. What, what, what? Nobody leaves here until they sing pop a pop Dude, song. When I hear this kind of music, all I think about is my parents' divorce. This is the era, and this is what my parents' divorce sounds like. Wow! This with screaming, wow. this with screaming going on is my childhood. How old were you when your parents split up? 90, 91. So I was like three, four. Yep. Dang, early. I, yep. I blacked it out so hard, I'm not sure. Yeah. No, I was I was eight. Yeah, I was in is that first Kirk, grade. Is it Kirk Herbstreet? Yeah. Is he a... <laughs> Who is it? Some high IQ kids? No, stupid. That's, that's the uh, insert actor because we couldn't get John Cusack. Yeah, exactly. So they make a connection. They get the eye. Let's go accost her. Oh, because she looks like a playmate. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're bringing that back because Anthony Rapp said that. She looks just like Chris. Yep, yep. I can't believe it. Nobody leaves till they sing. Yeah. You don't leave here unless you pledge the fraternity. I went to parties where people dressed like that. My earliest parties. With like sweaters and collars yeah, yeah, and exactly. shit. Like that, mod parties yeah, and yeah, shit. That, 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 that's when I first started to go to parties. That's how people dressed. When I was in college. I was in college He's wearing a University of Chicago shirt. God. Ugh. No wonder it's such a bad party. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. It's, there's, I've lived, I lived in Chicago for nary on a decade. And I've never seen Greek letters in front of a, a house. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There probably were a few at because they probably are on the University of Chicago campus right now. They are, yes, they are. No doubt about it. Yeah, they are. There, there was a few frats there. What is this fucking Alpha Gata fucking buy? Oh, God, <laughs> right? <laughs> What's your problem with frats? You know, you don't, some sort of you don't call your country them. a cunt. So you don't call your fraternity a frat. That was always a line. Yeah, that's yeah. that's 
pretty fucking stupid. Were you close to? Fr- was there a frat at your at your art school? I was in one. What were they called? I was in uh, Sigma Alpha Epsilon S A E Epsilon. Okay. That's okay, the, yeah. Is that performing in Greek? No. That's that no, definitely. I mean? That meant, sounds uh, like something you finish with jazz hands. Epsilon. No. What did what did it stand for? I I was like a my position was like the secret keeper, so I knew all the the secret phrases and shit. <laughs> Uh, well, our motto Phi Alpha, I remember what that stood for. That, that stood for Photonotoros ex Asophias. Wow. Which is Greek for brighter from obscurity. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so there was like a lot of cool symbolism. It was actually pretty cool. Like we weren't like a drinking, like party frat. It was like a, we like a bunch of guitar players, like a bunch of sensitive guys, yeah. you know, we still had parties and stuff. We still had toga parties, but yeah, it was more tongue in cheek, like than actually us being like frat stars. Yeah. 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 Well, we definitely hazed and got hazed. I mean, that's part of the fun of. No, like somebody almost died. Oh yeah, that no, we didn't do that kind of hazing. Yeah. You know, I didn't ever have to drink or anything. They would just like keep us up super late. They would just like sleep deprive us and just fuck with us like mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Just simple shit like that. No, it was awesome. It was awesome to like going through it sucked but then when you got to do it to the next group of guys it was so fun back to this jam (laughs) (laughs) like we had a thing like during hell week you couldn't stand on the letters so i remember i was a sophomore so i was like eager to just fuck with people and i you couldn't stand on our letters so i just went around the house and put duct tape letters all over like in front of the urinals and shit so they couldn't they couldn't piss i didn't realize bill hicks also had a singing career yeah, yeah, that, this guy boring. looks like Phil Collins' dipshit nephew. <laughs> Again, Bill Hicks doing a yeah. <laughs> lead vocalist. If you do ads, you're a sham. So she just meets him at this party, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Many yeah. Cusacks are you? Hey, got it's this. the Capital guy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's fucking. It's baked Alaska. That guy used to be a. It's the Capital guy. The Capital guy used to be like a like an Antifa guy. Oh, then, oh uh, no, no, no. See, they, that's he would go to Antifa rallies to counter protest. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. he had, so, they have pictures of him at Antifa oh, rallies. Oh, I thought he was so just hostile that and impressionable. No. I thought it was just like whoever was in his ear the loudest last. No. Believe. He was like a proud boy. Oh, okay. Proud boys. Cool guys. That's one thing I'll say about the left, too, is they don't go full costume like that. Like they dress more in a like. We're about to rob diamonds. Like they'll have fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like Michelle Obama. Yeah, at the inauguration. They're out there like Catwoman and shit. Or yeah. Kamala Harris yeah. looked people, like a super villain. Yeah, but people on the right look like walking golf bags. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a bizarre choice. <laughs> Got to put the old style old style sign in the back so you know it's Chicago. The bears, yep. the bears, the Bengals. That is the face of a guy who's realizing he's attracted to men. <laughs> He's probably known for a while. The sex. I can't Dude, he's great though. What a great actor. He's a good oh, actor. Yeah. He's a decent actor. Well, and yeah, he no. made he has done rent. He's in the Broadway play. Like he is married to rent. God, rent is so fucking bad. He hates rent. I detest it. Have you seen did, it? Oh yes, of we've watched I've it on this show. I, I, I've I've tried to get through it. I just do not like it. I don't like the music in it. I don't yeah, think I'm it's very good. It, it's also hey, Crocious, like Crocious. What do you think about you know? them? What do you think about them going to Santa Fe at the end? 
That's your favorite part, right? Oh, when they all go to Santa God, Fe. It's such a fucking like, yeah. We'll open up a restaurant in Santa Fe. We're just gonna follow our muse and be artists like Georgia O'Keefe and just go to Santa Fe because you know I was born in 1967 and just you know we're following up the baby boom generation and we're just still following our muse and oh fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, rent. I can't stand it. Fuck you, man. It's just, it's just oh, and, and the the music is just not. I will say, Rosario Dawson in the movie, there, she's look at cool. how flat. There are a couple good songs in there. Anthony Rapp done picked up the only girl at the party with pancake ass. I tell you what, man, this is his Gwen Henning moment. Well, you those know? are high waisted eighties pants too, for sure. Gwen, what the hell are you doing? Being replaced, you big dumb bohunk. Bohawk? Oh, you're a dead kid. I didn't touch her. I'm just a child. Listen, kid. Hey. Hey, lay off. Anthony Rapp wrote a pretty successful book, too. Oh, yeah? They, they like, dying. get together, I assume. Okay. Oh, oh, now they're just, you know, going down Lower Wacker Drive. Oh, yeah. You know? That's homeless neighborhood right down there. Absolutely. This is, you can tell because it's green and steamy. Look at his Jeep, too. His dad bought that. You they're know that. They're playing a Rolling Stone song? Like, now we're going to get... Yeah. Well, no, it's it's distorted enough. You got to... You, yeah. you have a line to walk. It's like you got, like, 10 seconds, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And it needs to be well, clear. the deeper in it is, right? The deeper in it is, the... the yeah the better right this is where they filmed a henry portrait of a serial killer that's one of my favorites dude this looks like like tim burton batman like i don't think this exists yeah, this looks like the ace chemical he took them company, to dude. this fucking gas station like yeah, yeah the gas station's on the lot on sony that this is actually over you know so we're, this is the the garage they got to go to they end up on a skyscraper still. I might fast forward to Yeah, let's that. get to that. We, 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 this is, you know, I, I see where we're We at. got 32 minutes left. Oh we, my God. I think we did a pretty good job on this thing, though, with, the, with this, with this, uh, this uh, particular episode. Because so, we still have to go to that, to the fucking moment where they have to... The shot from the, from the cover art. They're downtown. They're actually downtown. There we go. The Miracle Mile. They're on Michigan Avenue. Where I worked for a while. I was bad at that. Job. Oh, this is what it is. She sees the the dude who lied about having the flu. Oh, 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 oh her, her boyfriend. Yeah. And he's at this fuck. That's the restaurant they were supposed to go to. This is the guy in Get Out. He's the father mm -hmm. in Get Out. Yeah. He's all about. He's the kind of actor that like he played in West Wing. And then after that was like basically a political fucking scientist on everything he did. Hmm. The fuck is going on out there? Party, dude. I don't know, Jesus man. Christ. Party at Keys. Super spreader event at oh, Keys. So that's what happens. So they end up in the same skyscraper that the parents are in. Oh, okay. Okay. And the little girl ends up, do you know the building in Chicago that has the slanted diamond roof? Exactly. The little girl ends up on that. Okay. Like scaling the face of the fucking glass. God, that'd be kind of scary. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Look at that big 80s plug. What? It was a big 80. Look at that 80s fucking plug. Yeah, no kidding. That looks like it's attached to a fucking. It just looks like it could start on fire that's attached, any moment. Any moment. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. attached to a good old fashioned dildo at the end. <laughs> there you go. That was, that was, they are so delicious. Huh? Oh, she's going to tie it. The old kind you light, a light cleaner? Cleaner? Yeah. Do you happen to know the name of the caterer? Caterer. Caterer. 
I wish they had the, the one thing I hate is they don't show up previews when you're fast forwarding. So you're fast forwarding blind, basically. Okay. 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 Damn. Okay. Dude, he has cool hair. Tell you what. Lots of cool hair in this movie. <laughs> wow. It's pretty uncanny, huh? White Except girl. The guys. <laughs> nah, she don't even compare to you. Oh, he's a gentleman, too. He talks white and he's a gentleman. Come on. Yep. Well, what about him? Her bush is untamed. It has been untrimmed. So they just they just rescued her from the roof. Oh, See that? Dang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leave him hanging out there for a while. Let's He's going to die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> His neck's going to get tired eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Any one of you guys want to take a pole and oh, push him off? Oh, you forgot about me. I'm not stuck on a window. And get out of here. All this because they want the Playboy. The they need the Playboy. Because it has some like writing on it. Right? Yeah. It like, gives yeah. them like the directions to a secret code. It's just, is this like the beginning <laughs> of National Treasure? Nice. Whatever Haldo, Geraldo Rivera wanted in Al Capone's vault is written on that Playboy. It's <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Definitely going to get fucking pop for that. They so we're turning it down. Yep. And the car is uh, fixed. Well, I, okay. So yep. I, I think they already met Thor. Um, now they're going to pick up the nerd friend. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the movie. Yeah. Dang. Dude. Yeah. That's pretty good. If we want, if, I mean, you can, they do end up back at the house, but so that was that. I yeah, mean, if man. you want to, you want to close it off on, do you want to play a song, Jeffrey? I can play a song if you want. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. That works for me. And then, so yeah, we'll fucking, we'll ease out. Uh, and then we're going to, we're going to have a special ending here. Absolutely. We'll be back. All right. Good. I like it. All right, hope you're ready to sing along, Adam. Are we going, Keith? Yeah. Do I just Okay. Here we go. This is uh this is my song, uh Jesus Was a Lady. Jesus was a lady. A sexy fucking lady. Her body knocks me dead Even though her body's made of bread She's fine like wine Jesus, I would treat you right Jesus, I would rock your body all night long And Jesus, every time we fight I will tell you that you're right Cause you're a girl In case you guys forgot Jesus was a lady The perfect kind of lady Bring her home to mom, no need to leave her at the prom Cause she's already there Oh, the finest piece of ass that I ever seen God may be the king, but Jesus is my queen Yeah, yeah, Jesus was a lady Jesus was a lady a freak in the sheets and a prophet in the streets She's a straight up jilt That's a Jesus I'd like to fuck Jesus was a lady Jesus was a lady Jesus was a lady Yeah Jesus was a lady Jesus was a lady Jesus was a lady Yeah Alright Adam, now I'm gonna lead you in a little bit of worship, okay? All you gotta do is repeat after me Here we go Jesus was a lady Jesus was a lady. <laughs> Jesus was a lady. 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 J
Jesus was a lady. Jesus was a lady. Jesus was a lady. I want to have sex with Jesus. I want to have sex with Jesus. All right. Usually I lose people there. <laughs> Jesus was a lady. Jesus, Jesus was, was a lady. lady. Jesus was a lady. Jesus was a lady. Was a lady. Jesus was a lady. Was a lady. Jesus was a lady. Yeah. Jesus was a lady. Jesus was a lady. Fuck yeah! Don't forget it. <laughs> there you go, man. These the, these credits don't know for some make sense. The color or something. The yellow. The, I don't know. All right, well, good job. That was the show, guys. Good. That was Jeffrey Eggleston. Thanks like for joining in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Wherever you get the show, we appreciate it. Follow Absolutely. us on social media. Uh, I am at Keith Pazel across the board. He is at Insecure Comic. Jeffrey Eggleston is Jeff at, at Jeff Eggs. Jeff Eggs. Jeff with a G, the G off version. Oh, so, yeah. Follow him, look him up, find all his great songs. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Fun show. Yeah.